What is it you want, Barry? What do you want? You, you want the moon? Just say the word and I'll throw a lasso around it and pull it down. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dying times here. Come with me if you want to live. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. The Force will be with you. Always. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 20th Century Geek. I'm your regular host, Scott Weatherly, and today we're going to be diving into, well, for me, one of the, my favourite franchises, one of Arnie's biggest films, and then one of those horror sci-fi icons. I'm going to be covering the Predator franchise. This is part one of a two-part retrospective, but I'm not going to be doing this on my own. I'm going to be joined by two people the, well, I'll do what, it's probably the longest distance podcast we could possibly do. I've got two guys from Australia joining me today, uh, Ray and Dave, uh, from different other podcasts, other comic book aficionados like myself. So uh, we'll go through them. Ray, introduce yourself. Who are you and where are you from? Uh, g'day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> My name's... Well, that's real stereotypical. My name's Ray. Well, there you go, that's... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I co-host uh, a podcast, Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast, as well as another podcast, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast, uh, both uh, character-driven to do with Moon Knight and Superman, respectively. Excellent. Welcome to the podcast. And Dave, debate yourself. Thank you. Yeah, hi. I um, My name is Dave, and I have a podcast, Signal of Doom, which is a comic book and comic book movie podcast that I do with a mate of mine here in Australia. Uh, and yeah, very excited to be talking about Predator. Excellent. Again, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, so thank you, thank you for having me. No, no, thank you for joining me. I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, the time differences and arranging all this is, you know, it's sort of get everyone's calendars and diaries in place. So, so I appreciate you giving the time. Sure. But uh, before yeah, we before we jump into the films, all right? Because we're, we're going to cover uh, Predator, Predator Two, and the first of the Alien versus Predator films. Um, I'm going to jump mm-hmm. to the both of you and sort of say. Predator in general, as an entire franchise, like what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Like you know, comics, games, books, the films, like the whole thing. How's it? How how did you come across it? And what are your feelings on it? So, Ray, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say a lot of it will have to do with nostalgia for me as well. It, um, I discovered like the Predator movie back, you know, around the time it was uh, released. And that was just a time when I was I was really getting into sci-fi and stuff. So, uh, and of course I do love my action films. And Arnie, uh, to me, was top of the bill uh, for any action movie star, uh, even more so than Sylvester Stallone. And uh, I just fell in love with that first movie. So that kind of started off my obsession with it. And uh, I'd start uh, in preparation for when Predator Two came out. Started to collect any newspaper article I could find wow. on it and I put it in a scrapbook That's yeah cool. and That's I'd cool. just collect it and re- yeah just reread it over and over again get really well acquainted so you know before the day of the internet um, I was kind of hyping myself up with reading articles about how the predator had new weaponry you know where it was going to take predator like into the into the urban environment um, and so that kind of also then fed into obviously looking into the comic books mm. of, of Predator. Um, so being a big, um, mainly a Marvel comics fan, 
uh, didn't tend to, uh, a bit curious to, to kind of venture out outside of Marvel and uh, looking at things I knew, so Predator, Aliens, uh, that sort of stuff got me into Dark Horse. But yeah, that was uh, that's basically it for Predator. Cool. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, so as yourself, like Arnie, Arnie was the big draw for that first one. I think that's the sort of the, mm. and uh, and I think that then sort of the Predator sort of takes on as the icon with the rest of the franchise. What about yourself, Dave? Mm. Where, mm. where did you sort of come across it? In? Um, yeah, for me, I actually remember quite vividly. Uh, I had kind of watched on video the Terminator franchise, like the first Terminator movie, which got me excited for Arnie. And then I, I basically picked up Predator. It was like, it must have just come out on video on VHS. And it was almost like watching a movie. It was like watching a movie that I imagined everything, uh, the best of everything I could hope for kind of thing, and like an action movie at the time. Um, and I, I remember, like, I was at the time playing a lot of role-playing games and stuff and, like, action-orientated games. And I was just like, this is just like one of the games, like, sort of filmed with Arnie at his absolute prime with a killer cast and the Predator. Yeah. was just... And, like, I this is before internet, so I watched this movie knowing nothing, you know, and it just mm. blew me away mm. completely. Um, and... I, I, you know, I didn't watch Predator 2 in cinemas um, at the time, but I caught it on video, and I, I love it in its own way. Um, as for the comics, mm-hmm. I didn't read any of the comics until much later, probably around the time um, Predators came out. I kind of got interested in checking out some of the comics. Oh, okay. um, so, I, yeah, so I didn't catch them at the time, but I, um, I, I love the Predator. I think the Predator himself is just, like, such an iconic... Uh, character and I wish that the movies would focus more on the predators themselves. Mm. Um, yeah. But but the first movie to me, like I probably watched it. Uh, I just kept watching it. Like it was one of those movies for me which I consider almost perfect. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. so we'll get into yeah. it. But it's so sort of um, perfectly. It's just so compact and everything sort of captured mm. in that thing. Uh, the thing with the predator I always find um, is the design. I mean, you know. Uh, the original concept. Yeah. I mean, not we'll go into the whole thing, but there's obviously the the original original, the John Claude Van Damme uh, version. Yeah, um, w- it's ridiculous. Yeah, it was, was basically sort of a big lobster crab kind of weird thing. <laughs> yeah. it's really it's, yeah. Have you, have you seen you seen that Dave? No, as well? no, no, not, not at all. Check oh. out YouTube. It's on there. If you chip, just put in John Claude yeah. Van Damme Predator, you'll see the really? costume. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, it, wow. We Ridiculous. Would not what, he this. was he was in it. Was he was he in it or was he playing Arnie's role? He was the predator. No, he was the predator. Oh, okay. He was right, in the costume. The... <laughs> yeah. And uh, the original concept was it sort of. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was still the game like the hunter, but it was less tech driven. It was more about a sort of a. But it looks like a lobster. And uh, he was, That's he hilarious. was, yeah. And honestly, if that, if they'd gone ahead with that, we would not be doing yeah. a franchise yeah. retrospective right now. No, no. Oh, absolutely. I, I wonder, I wonder if also if Jean Claude Van Damme did pursue the role of the Predator, would see the Predator in a ring doing the splits in yeah. the corner. That's yeah. somewhere. That would, I'm sure they'd have got that in oh. somehow. Um, That's hilarious. But yeah, so even before he was big, the muscles yeah. from Brussels was crossing paths with yeah. the Austrian oak. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. So obviously that uh, it, it, that failed, and Stan Winston and his uh, uh, special effects yes. came up with the design, and uh, one of those it's a great design. Of, yes. It is so good, and it's one of those things that you hear, especially from uh, for comics, is a, mm. a great character, an iconic character, has a silhouette 
that you can identify. Mm. Like you can see that. Mm. So like you, know, yes. like you, you look at Batman or Superman or uh, like just Dread mm. or any of those characters. Like you look mm. at their silhouette and you can identify mm. them. And the Predator is the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think if you also as well. Like, I mean, looking back on it now, if you take it, you, you kind of take it for granted. But there's such a fine line that Stan Winston had to go through or down down mm. in actually to design it because we, you know, you saw the Jean Claude Van Damme design and. <laughs> If you were so um, ingrained now with the look of the Predator, yeah. uh, if you can imagine it not at all, like how the hell did Stan Winston come up with it? You know, it's it's a big risk mm. because it could really come out hammy and can really come out really phony. Yeah. But um, I guess a lot of the technology as well with the, the mandibles, you know, kind of twitching and, and all that, I think that really made the character as oh, well. I, I think one thing, sorry, one thing I think about it is like, it's such a cool armor, but then when you take off the mask, yeah. it's even cooler. So mm. it, it wins yeah. on both fronts. Yeah. Like it's it's like a double blow yeah. of awesome. Uh, I totally yeah. agree. It's one of those things that sort of like I say when you look at that the the helmet and everything, it's sort of it's so sleek and so cool. And when you when you remove it, it looks mm. it is like another layer of awesome. It's to me, it's a bit like with the alien, uh, the xenomorph. Like you know when you mm. see that and it's mm. all sleek and it's got the silver teeth and it's dripping the gore and you think. Oh man, that is badass. That's a great design. And then you get that second layer yeah. of pinchers that shoot out, and you're just like, Jesus Christ! This yeah. is yeah. It's, it's that same. Yeah. You know, it's so impactful and so uh, so well thought out. Yeah. Stan Winston was the man. I mean, that that guy. You he know, was. Every every sort of great iconic thing from the sort of eighties and nineties is, uh, yeah, Stan was the man. What what was he yeah. a costume designer or something? I I don't know who he is. Oh Stan Winston. So Stan Winston was uh, he was a special effects artist uh, who sort right. of started and came up with like Jim Cameron. So oh, okay, uh, he's responsible for the Terminator. He's responsible for Aliens, as in uh, the Alien. Really? Queen. Yeah, the Alien Queen is yeah, his. Yeah, the designs. Yeah, and, uh, the Predator yeah. Wow. design and costume. Like yeah, the dudes. Uh, Jurassic Park is all him. Um, Spielberg. Wow! So he's a major, like they're major franchises that he's. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So whenever yeah. James Cameron, so the, uh, I don't know if you heard about the Abyss uh, and all mm. that. So yeah, James yeah. Cameron was involved in all this, the the, the computer animation and the physical animation yeah. and everything. So um, I've got so much time for James Cameron. I often on the signal of doom, I talk about his impact on filmmaking is immense. You know? Oh no doubt. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, that, and yeah. I think like say when you uh, there's a book. Uh, a big coffee table book and it's called The Monsters of Stan Winston um, oh, and it's got okay. everything in it from uh, everything from his early works on um, like you say Terminator and all the way through and stuff mm. and it's it's just incredible some of the stuff he's worked on I don't know if you've ever seen Pumpkin, Pumpkinhead is a horror franchise as well and um, I, haven't, no, I haven't seen that no it's not they're not amazing films but the monster in that again is like yeah oh, you're really? a bit like well the special effects are better than this film deserves <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> um, he, yeah Stan Winston is amazing he's, he's a real icon for me of, of that mm. sort of period um, okay so I think we should really yeah. just jump into uh, uh, the first film mm. yeah so Predator released in 1987 directed by John mm-hmm. McTiernan Starring uh, the mm. the Austrian Oak Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, <laughs> Carl Weathers, Bill Duke, Jesse Ventura, yes. uh, Elipida uh, Coriola, Carillo, yep. yeah, uh, Sonny Landum, Richard Chavez, Shane Black, and of course Kevin Peter Hall as 
the Predator. Uh, so an elite <laughs> unit uh, of soldiers are sent in on a rescue mission, only to find actually it's an attack on a rebel base. And while deep in the jungle, an alien force starts to pick off the soldiers one by one. So that's like the really simple plot. That's a real sort of... Yeah. So you guys, so, you know, Ray, you, we've obviously watched it now. What are your mm-hmm. first thoughts on Predator? The first film. Uh, the f- first thought, uh, and that really, I guess, what really made it stand out from just your kind of um, generic kind of uh, action movie at the time, was that, um, and I'll have to kind of borrow from the documentary I saw as well. I, I think it's the acting and the the caliber of actors in it. Uh, for me, Arnie Arnie actually he acts very different to his other films in the sense that he's got a lot more intensity to him uh, and I really do think uh, the likes of look they, they say uh, Bill Duke is uh, an actor's actor and he's very good as Mac mm. um, but for me Carl Weathers is, is brilliant uh, my favourite's Sonny Landon mm. uh, Billy he, he's just uh, he's iconic um, and there are so many imitators like that came after him um, but yeah it was the acting the first thoughts were, was just the amazing action um, and uh, the intensity that it had, and and John John McTiernan, uh, you know, he's the same guy, the same director who did mm, Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, he knows how to do an action film. Great director. And uh, the, yeah, and and the beats to this movie were just spot on. I mean, you get you get action when you want it. Uh, there are tense moments. There are character moments. Uh, it's it's basically it's got everything. And then of course. Typical Arnie, you've got the mano v mano or mano v alien at at the end, uh, and it's always good to see just Arnie going at it by himself. Mm. Mm. But uh, yeah, they, I mean, they were the the basic draw cards I got from from the the film. Uh, what we mentioned as well, the aesthetic of the aliens, um, and just the cool idea of of a hunter. Mm. Yeah, like you know, it's raised it's raised by Billy as well. You know, they're they're trudging through. Uh, the morning after, uh, all through all these tripwires which they have done, and the predator had come and taken um, Blaine's body. You know, one of the biggest soldiers who he had killed, uh, managed to do it unseen, unheard. Uh, and Billy makes mention, yeah, he's uh, he's killing um, killing us one at a time like a hunter. Uh, and I, I think that concept is brilliant. That there's this code as well that the predator has, which makes it a lot different from other like just um, slasher alien films. Yeah. Mm. No, I agree. What about you then, Dave? What are your thoughts, initial thoughts on Predator? For, for me, it was the marriage of the action scenes, like when they go down and like the, the fact they're on a mission, it kind of had me already in like the guys on a mission. Like I was pretty pumped up at the mm. time on that kind of storytelling. So, And I didn't know anything about it really. So when that alien ship was at the start, I was kind of like, wow, what's going on? And then when the alien, the Predator is hunting them and his story is kind of merging with the, the story they're already on. I, I was like, man, this is fucking like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I was, I was like, as, as I was probably, you know, I was just a young guy at the time, but I was like, this is about as good as it gets. Um, mm. On rewatches as a, as an older person, having watched the film a lot of times over the years, I appreciate all the great character moments and the great cast that's assembled probably the first time I watched it, it was almost like too much for me to take in. And I was just, I remember at the end being like, man, this is just incredible how he's going up against the predator and like he's in the mud and all that kind of stuff. Like it blew me away. Mm. And then on the rewatches, I I started realizing how good Jesse, the body Ventura was, Mm. how good Bill Duke was. (laughs) 
Like, there's yeah. so much in the movie. It's so rich in terms of those kind of yes. things. Like, everyone brings their A game at the time, and Arnie is just dominating. And at that time, I was really watching it because of Arnold. Yeah. Um, yep. Me too. Yeah. And yeah. It, but it's a movie that you can savor and and come back to, and it's 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 up there with like a Die Hard or an Aliens for me in terms of its longevity. I think it's a very pure mm. movie with a with um just a lot going for it. Like it's it's just it's almost like a perfect marriage of action, sci-fi, and even that a bit of Arnold cheesiness, like stick around, you know that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's yeah, a bit yeah. of that, but it's not too much of that because everyone has their own sort of yep. corner. Um, mm, I think it's a yes. really fair movie in that way. Like it, it, characters get moments to shine. Um, like when Bill Duke's talking to Carl Weathers, telling him you don't shadow me and all yes. that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. just. Now, I didn't pick up on that the first time when I watched it when I was like 10 or 11, whatever I was. But on rewatches, I, I got it a lot of it. So I think it's a movie that has yeah. aged well over the years, you know? No, I, mm. I totally agree. Because one yeah. of the things you say about the cast, I mean, you, you both hit on the cast, which I think is is so right. Um, uh, mm-hmm. And I think of the of the time, as you said, like, you know, Arnie's coming off sort of two years uh, after like uh, Commando. And you know you've also got things like uh, Invasion USA and Missing in Action, so that sort of thing of sort of like the badass soldier going off and doing you know doing whatever, uh, kicking mm. ass, taking names, and that's what that, that the first half of this film is that you could just watch this and go, oh, this is just an awesome sort of like soldier action film. You know, you could imagine yeah. this being sort yeah. of like the uh, you got Rambo and this is going to be Arnie's equivalent sort of thing, and then yeah. for it to be go yeah. a bit of a left turn, we hear like, oh fuck, this is actually. A, you know, this is actually a sci-fi horror action film. Like that, it's it's crazy, um, but yeah. it's the cast so well. I mean, the thing is, it's sort of it, it's the personification of like perfect eighties machismo. Like you could not get bigger <laughs> biceps together if you tried. <laughs> yeah. Like you've got Jesse the Body, you've yeah. got Arnie, you've got like say Sonny Landham, you've got uh, Bill. All these guys are yeah. ripped and sort of like you know like if you see the behind the scenes stuff, it's hilarious to see how like. Apparently, yes. Jesse the Body and uh, um, Arnie would get up and try and compete of who can get to the gym first and who could stay there longest yeah. and stuff like that. Like these guys are big, <laughs> and then to have all of that yeah. undercut by the fact of like, yeah, you got a bunch of these badass sort of like you know pecs and biceps, and then this alien's going to come in and just wipe them out. Yeah, like yeah. that. That's yeah. where you go. All right, this is serious stuff. Like this is not messing around. Yeah, they they yeah. met their match with the predator kind of thing. Like it's the predator is yeah. needed to take down these guys. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the wow factor as well is that um, look, it was done already with aliens. Mm. You know, uh, James Cameron's aliens with the the crack squad. But I actually think that the predator does it a lot better with this um, with this team of um, you know soldiers. And I think it's it's just that wow factor of how good they are at what they do, um, and not only that, coupled with it with their characterization, which uh, you touched upon, Scott. You're saying like with the action films around that time. Look, Commando, Rambo were all singular. They're like one man armies. In this movie, one of the point of differences is that you actually have Arnie, but he's surrounded by guys that are just as badass as him. You know, yeah, um, they all work together fodder. as a tight unit. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They've actually got faces. They've got a back a backstory. You got Mac and Blaine, you know, having a, a history as mercenaries or as soldiers. Mm. Uh, it's it's really cool. Really uh, that's one thing I uh, you know jumping on that you say about that history. Um, 
One of the mm-hmm. things I really love about this film, and it's one of the things I, mean, I find so rewatchable about it, is this is an ensemble film. Like these aren't Arnie's the biggest name, right? And then you've got like Jesse the Body yep. and Carl Weathers and a few others. But he's not like you say. He's the, he's the end. He's what what they call in like a slasher film. He's the final girl, but he's not. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. not the you know he's not the star. Like the, the, everyone deserves a moment to shine. But in the rewatching yeah. this, I love that these guys have got a history. Like I buy them as a unit that's worked together yeah. over years. Yeah. And there's moments oh, for where, sure. Yeah. Like, um, uh, Pancho says to sort of Dutch at one point. Yeah. Do you remember um, something yes. of this? So I'm trying to forget it. And then like. You've got that thing between Blaine and um, Mac, and sort of like you know, Mac. this is and they give yeah. all those stories and there's little anecdotes of like you know we came out like you know not a scratch, not a fucking scratch, and you're like, yeah, these guys, these guys yeah, have yeah. seen some shit, like these guys have been together for a long time, and yeah, and uh, sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry. that's it. Like, it just feels like this is a, a, a well crafted like, elite unit, and so when they do start to get picked off, like. It's not just cannon fodder. You feel it. Like these guys are having their friends. Like these, you know, these guys have had their back for years. Uh, it has. Well, how about the yeah. same with Bill Duke with the chain gun? Yes, <laughs> yeah. one of the greatest. Scenes, oh, yeah. one of the greatest <laughs> scenes in movies. I reckon. I love that scene. Oh man, yeah, I, I still got goosebumps when I rewatched that. Just you know, a couple of days ago. Uh, just because of how, you know, the, the fact of seeing the Predator for the first time, the fact that his buddy Blaine has just been, you know, cauterized, mm. uh, and him just going at it and just shouting. Like, I couldn't even understand what he's talking, like, what he's shouting, but he, he's just, like, mowing down that jungle. Long tall and, Sally. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Long tall Sally. She's real sweet. <laughs> I think they have got one of the best action um, camaraderie relationships on film. Um like there's, you know, you know there's history there to it, and it sort of, um, I get, I know there's sort of, you know, diversity and all sort of is is you know uh, accepted mm-hmm. today and stuff, but I find slash fiction sometimes really forced, you know, sort of like when they have like Captain America and Bucky, and you're like, oh, they're just they're comrades in arms, like you know what I mean? It's but but mm. it's like uh, this like with Blaine and Mac, like there's such a deep friendship there that you you know they've seen dark dark stuff together. They've shared some yeah, really well, they're, dark they're fellow times, vets, aren't they? They're, that's yeah. it. They're fellow soldiers, you know, like brothers in arms yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, and so like you say, you feel Mac's emotion like when he does like you say just lay down on that chain gun and sort of like just like, starts mowing down trees and stuff. And yeah. and, then, and when yeah. he sort of um um. You know, like he, he sort of has that final sort of drink and sort of pulls over the sort of uh, the body bag and stuff like. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like you know it. You feel that that grief and that pain, like. But he's still yeah. a professional and still going to go and he's going to take out, um, you know, whatever he thinks killed Blaine. It's just brilliant. I think that they're so yeah, good. Those two. I think something. Can, can I just give a? Oh, sorry, Ray, you go ahead first. Yep. Mate. Oh, sorry, sorry, Dave. Just a quick one. I, I, I think we have to shout out as well the awesome, awesome soundtrack by Alan mm. Silvestri. Uh, he's still going on today. You mentioned Mac when he's having that last drink, that trumpet solo, mm. yeah. like, like military-like, yeah. you know, yeah. and it's kind of like a, a, a reverie um, as well. Yeah. Uh, really, really cool stuff. Sorry, Dave. I was just going to say that a movie that I compared it to Aliens, which I consider at the time probably the perfect action movie, I think one mm, thing yeah. that this... I think both of them are a 10 out of 10 movies, but, I, Ray, I think you're right. This one shows the the people on the mission, gives you more insight into more of them, whereas Aliens, there's quite a few of them are just total yeah. cannon fodder. You obviously have Bill Paxton yes. and um, the woman. Yes. like, But, you know, they're both very good examples of how to do these kind of movies. Um, this one feels... Um, 
when I rewatch it, it feels almost like it's a smaller movie. Mm. Um, you yes. know, like it's yeah. p- probably the budget wasn't as high as I imagine. Alien's budget was pretty massive for the time. Um, mm. This feels like it, it's more of a compact film, and like it really is. You could, if you wanted to be sort of analytical about it, there's a certain uh, film, you know, similarity to our slasher movies. Yes, um, I totally agree with that. Right. Yeah, but totally dressed up in in kind of an action sci-fi setting and done really kind of subtly. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a huge reason w- which makes Predator. I really do consider it a ten out of ten movie, and I don't give ten out of ten very easily normally. Mm. You know, it's funny you say that because mm. exactly the, I messaged Ray about that the day, and actually that's exactly the word I use is that Predator is it's a mm. slasher movie trussed up. Yeah, because it hits all yeah. those tropes, doesn't it? You know, small group. Uh, in an isolated yeah. environment, being picked off by um, you know that relentless killer, like the predator, could be Michael Myers or it could be Jason. It's that sort of yes, Jason, uh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's why I, that's why I like this because it is so succinct. Um, Can I say- ask, has anyone played Mortal Kombat Ten? I think Predator's a character. No, um, and really, uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, Mortal Kombat Ten, Predator, and Alien. They're both uh, downloadable characters. Um, and yeah, I wow. just wanted to know if anyone had played with the Predator. Like, I think actually Jason might no. be as well um, in in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it's pretty cool that they brought in the Predator That's um, awesome. into the Mortal Kombat series. Yeah, I've not yeah. played that. I'm after yeah. I'm after it because there's some other characters on that I want to play as well. Let's say I know they've got Jason. I think you can play a yeah. Spawn on there as well. All kinds of like crazy. That's characters. pretty badass. Ooh, yeah. That's pretty good. Like, yeah, Spawn would beat yeah. all, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, Spawn versus Predator. That's that would be one. <laughs> I'd like to say um, that, yeah. but you yeah. say about all the components that make this. One of the other things I find watching it back, um, I watched it in sort of like um, on Blu-ray, so you know, got a real good. It, sure. it looks great. Like mm-hmm. this is a 1987 yeah. film, and I haven't seen the 4K restoration. I think, but you get a feeling that like, you know when this was filmed, like they filmed in the jungle, like it could look crap. Like it could look really flat. Because yes, it's gonna look shit. Yeah, yeah. You you, you see other films yeah. that are filmed in jungle. Even I'd even say like the second uh, Rambo, uh, Rambo, uh, First Blood Part Two when they're in First Blood Part Two. Yeah, yeah. The Vietnamese jungle like, parts that look really flat because instead of it looking depth in the jungle, it's just mm. green. Like it's just. Pfft. But John yeah. McT- John ah, McTiernan's right. got a real eye for how to shoot some of this. So it, the jungle doesn't look flat. It looks deep. Like there are see- there are scenes yeah. in this where you're like, yeah, they are in a deep jungle, like they are in the yeah. middle yeah. of nowhere. Um, and you say about it being a small well, film, it feels while the jungle feels massive, it feels hugely claustrophobic. Yes. And uh, yes, yeah. yes, it's well, well, it's it's just as big a character, yeah. isn't it, as all the other characters? The jungle itself, so it it had to be done like properly. And, uh, and again, just thinking from the documentary I saw, I can't remember. I mean, it was a terrible experience, apparently, from the actors because they went, they really went deep in the jungle. Like, they, they actually, they went as remote and as, you know, so they went the hard yards to actually find a really good, cool. you know, the DOP for it. Um, actually, you know, went, you know, just tried, <laughs> was bent over backwards trying to find a really good spot, and they did. And I think it, I think it shows. Um, it, just, it really does. It's just brilliant. Yeah. None of it... Yeah, none of it looks like a set, you know, at all, because it's all authentic and it's it's good. No, I agree. I, uh, even like say the final showdown uh, between like, Arnie and the Predator, mm. it's clearly mm. like you say it, it could have been easier for them to say, right, okay, everyone back to Los Angeles, you know, we're gonna do yes. all this on set and we're gonna do this and gonna do that. Like it never feels 
fake. No. It never feels fraudulent. Like that feels like they're in a real jungle and throughout. It actually feels like a real jungle and a real battle. Like yeah. I, when I remember as a kid, I bought into it so heavily. I, I I was really impressed, and I've always stayed in that state of mind with Predator. The climax is a big part of what makes this movie an all-time classic. It's mm. one of the greatest fights, you know, oh, um, yeah. of all time. Fantastic. Yeah, I think I, I think I mean, films th- these yeah. days try to imitate that kind of level. You know, when they get to the final oh, boss battle. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I totally agree. I think I think this is a, a, a like a a milestone in, in in not what I would consider Arnie cinema, um, yeah, but also an action sure. cinema. Like you know, it it. it it's that perfect. Uh, th- there's a thing I have when I watch films of like the what I call perfect escalation. It's this idea yep. that mm-hmm. from from that starting point to that end point, like you just mm-hmm. follow the story. Like it could be completely ridiculous, but you sort of follow it. Like, you know, you go, oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. That makes total sense. I mean, I find the same with Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like it's a ludicrous story, <laughs> but I'm I'm willing. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the decisions made and the way the story evolves. Um, I, it's perfect escalation, and I find the well, same. It's just the internal logic yes. of internal logic of a film. Exactly. Like, doesn't make sense. In yeah. Predator, it does make sense. Yeah. And it's co- yeah. yeah, it's completely consistent. Like you know, mm. they, they maintain. Yes. Um, there are other films and other uh, lesser directors. When it takes that left turn from being that sort of like you know soldiers in the jungle action film to being the sci-fi uh, alien slasher, as it were, towards the second half, that sort of third act. Um, yeah. Like other directors yeah. would have taken a completely different turn. Okay, we're going to change the tone. We're going to change the visuals. We're going to try and make it do this. We're going to make it do that. Well, yeah. yeah. But they mm. don't. I, I would say a movie like The Predator that came out like uh, mm. last year fails. You know, mm. the test. The Predator, yeah. like The Predator, fails on all the key moments that the Predator succeeds. It's a pretty yeah. good example of a movie that fails its internal logic and fails its climax and all sorts of things. You know. Yeah, and we will, yeah. we will get to that film. I know. No yeah, no, I'm just I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just pointing it out yeah, because yeah. like it's in the same franchise, and you have one that hits all the yeah. beats perfectly, and one that just doesn't know even almost what the beats are anymore. I agree. They're yeah. so far removed. And a yeah. lot, I find a lot of franchises and, and do think, that, and I think it's um, this. There's it's a bit yeah. like um, you know you get. A, I find action comedies. Um, you know, when you get a really good action comedy. Is when you get mm-hmm. that balance of action and comedy, like you know, when when they crack a sure. joke, it, it it it's not at the expense or undercutting anything that's come before or anything like that. So yeah, you know, mm. when it's done really well, you get like things like Beverly Hills Cop. The first two of those are really sure. quite good. Sure. And then it sure. gets done really badly yeah. when you get a comedy and they'll set up a joke and you're like, oh, like okay, that character <laughs> would like, even I know that character wouldn't do that or that feels forced or it feels like you've just yes. the wrong time sort of thing. Um, well, John McTiernan yeah. um, in Die Hard One used comedy mm. well at times with um, oh, very John McClane. Yeah. You know? Yes, exactly. Yeah, and again, yes. so I think John McTiernan he knows his. He, he seems to absorb himself into the material and really sort of um, respects it. You know, like he's, he, he's a great director. Yes. He just has tax problems. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but he had a good run. Yeah. I mean, you know, he had a really had an good excellent run. run. No, yeah, John, he did. John McTiernan is a, is a deeply flawed uh, person, but he mm. created some remarkably awesome movies. And really, he it's a shame that he's not making movies anymore. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've just yeah. you mentioned this, and like I said, Die Hard for me is one of those ten out of ten films as well. Sort of like, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Sure. Die Hard one and three, uh, yes. I give both of them ten out of ten, and both of them yep. are John McTiernan movies. You know? Yeah. Yes. So he's, he's, yeah, you know, he's definitely nailed a few films in there. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, I mean, really, I think we sort of you know we've we've gone around the reeking on the sort of on the on the predator. I think it's a, uh, it is it's one of the it's it's, a, it's an opening for salvo to a franchise that, um, yes. you yeah. know, in the eighties and nineties when you know, sequels weren't as inevitable as they are now. No. Um, mm-hmm. It was questioned whether this was going to get a sequel. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, yeah, they they wanted they wanted to get Arnie mm. back though, didn't they? As yes. well, like he was obviously a, a big draw card. Huge it's um, he's the main the main guy, and he'd put bums on seats. Uh, but I knew there was a a lot of difficulty there. I don't know whether it was because of the experience of Predator. Uh, what I mentioned before about the jungle and <laughs> maybe Arnie not wanting to ha- the thought of actually doing something like that again. But yeah, what I heard it was very difficult for them to. He was on a pretty hot run too. He was on a pretty hot run, like. Mm. You know, like he, I, I, after this movie, I saw a lot of Arnie movies in in cinema. Hmm. Um, like I, I remember he did Raw Deal uh, in about what ninety one. Oh, he yep. did Judgment Day, and probably other movies in there. Twins was in there somewhere. Like he, he had a long yeah. run of hits, though. You know what I'm saying? Like he was pretty hot property. Yeah. So hmm. well, maybe uh, yeah. it was a question of timing. I think it comes down to a couple of things. I mean, it, it come down to like you say, he was probably looking for the right story. Um, I also think, like you say, he was hot. At the time, he could be, you know, he could be charging all kinds of money, and but actually, but I think the other thing to note about Arnie is there are not many sequels in the Arnie canon. I think there's, you know, ah, you've right. got a sequel outside of Terminator. Yeah, no, yeah, out, <laughs> yeah, seriously, outside of Terminator, there aren't many. Um, they, yeah. there, there's a right. follow-up to Conan, um, and that's about it, you know. And he wow. really, he really wants to do a Conan movie. Mm. Like he's wanted to do that for twenty years. That that's actually, I would say, been a movie that Arnold's probably spent more time talking about than almost any of his other movies outside of Terminator. You know? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah, he doesn't. He, he gets um, attached to certain franchises quite a lot, like say the Terminator franchise, for for mm. good or ill. I think that's another one I'm going to cover later in the year. But he doesn't really do for, uh, mm. sequels. So when they were yeah. really trying to push ah. this, and th- there is apparently, I haven't. Um, I haven't seen it, but apparently there is a script kicking about of um, an Arnie-centric, um, an, an Arnie-centric Ooh. sequel. Well, Shane Black was certainly talk- uh-huh. talking to him when it came mm. to doing the Predator of trying to get Arnie for it. But I think, like you say, he's gotten older now. He's 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 quite more choosy. He didn't want to just do a, a cameo, um, mm. and he probably wanted to charge yeah. big, big money. And the studio probably wasn't willing to, you know, get that into the budget because. There were conversations had with Arnold over um, his involvement in the Predator, from from what yes. I saw anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. that's yeah. true. So anyway, so we do from nineteen eighty seven, we jump to nineteen ninety. So we've got three years later, mm. and we do get a sequel. Yep. Uh, we get Predator yep. Predator mm. Two, um, which <laughs> we'll, we'll go. So it's, it's nineteen ninety. Directed by Stephen Hopkins, um, it stars okay. uh, mm-hmm. Danny Glover, Gary Busey, Ruben Blades. <laughs> Maria Conchita, Alonso, Bill Paxton, Adam Baldwin, uh, and during a mm. major heat wave in 1997, Los Angeles. So you know, fu- future then. Um, yeah. Yes. A drug war <laughs> escalates between the Jamaicans, the, the Colombians, uh, and uh, the police. Uh, and in the midst of all this, the predator has come hunting. Uh, so, guys, yeah. yeah. So, what are your first thoughts on Predator Two? Uh, Ray, yeah. Predator 1990. Yeah, so I, I saw this in the cinemas with one of my best friends at the time from high school. We were both into it. Um, and 
to be honest, I came, we came out of it. I wasn't too impressed with it. Mm. And I guess that was because I had such high expectations after watching <laughs> Predator that it's just hard to top, isn't it? There's no way that you can actually top all that and, and go one better. Um, but going into the cinema, I was excited. As I mentioned, I collected all the um, newspaper articles. I knew pretty much everything I could about it, uh, and I wanted to... And maybe that was part of it, the disappointment as well coming out. Um, and I went through it. I, I loved uh, Bill Paxton, um, the marriage of you know, aliens, the Hudson in, in the Predator franchise as Jeff Lambert. Uh, I liked the, um, the idea of it being set in the urban jungle, uh, in the city. Uh, but over time, I've, I've come to actually, I like it more and more. Like the more I um, watch it now, uh, looking back and having the other Predator movies out there, it, it's, um, it's really fun. It's just a really fun. And I think Lieutenant Mike Harrigan, you know, hot take here. I think he is actually even more of a badass than than Schaefer, than Dutch in, in Predator 1. So uh, he is a hot-tempered, obsessive-compulsive, um, you know, quite aggressive uh, police uh, lieutenant. And uh, he does not back down even against the Predator. No, he is. But yeah. It, yeah, I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny um, you say about Mike Harrigan, sort of like uh, Danny Glover. Um, mm. well, we'll get into it a bit, but I think it's it's one of the oddest casts, one of the oddest casting yes. choices it for is. 1990. <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. It yeah. really left field. Uh, but Dave, what are your thoughts on, on Predator 2? Okay, well, I, look, I have a sort of strange relationship with this movie. I I was so hot on Arnie, and when they, I wasn't, unlike Ray, I, I had no sort of information about Predator 2. And when it hit cinemas, I didn't see it. And, and frankly, I was one of the sheep. Why didn't I go see Predator 2? Because Arnie wasn't in it. And mm. I was mm. so hot on Arnold during that period and for years afterwards that I didn't even see the movie. And it took one of my mates who sort of was more was a, was a film buff and we sort of watched Predator again. And I was like, man, like I need to do another Predator. And Predator 2 came up in conversation and we put it on, and I enjoyed it. Like, I think mm. what Ray's saying is it's impossible to top the original, honestly, unless yeah. John McTiernan was involved and Arnie was doing it like two or three years later with another team. Even then, I still yeah. think it would be hard. This, But for what it is, it's a very enjoyable movie. It's a very much of a B movie. Mm. Um, the casting of Danny Glover, who I really do like as an actor, is odd. Uh, it feels like he's playing a much younger character than he actually is. Um, yeah, and but he he does well. Bill Paxton's fantastic. Um, Gary Busey's Gary Busey. There's a lot to like in Busey's Predator Two. Um, I would I must imagine that its box office take wasn't incredible, and people like me are to blame for that. Who just at the time, oh look, I'm just a kid, you know, and there wasn't internet. You could kind of miss movies in those days. They could kind of come and go. Um, the hype machine wasn't really as out there back in those days. They didn't market movies, you know like they do now where they try to ram it down your throats kind of thing. Um, mm. But no, definitely... So I watched it retrospectively, um, but as the, as the years have gone by and I watched it from that first time, I've re-watched it a number of times, and I think it's a pretty decent action movie. It's an awesome concept of having the Predators in an urban environment. Um, the scene that mm. gets me every time is at the end where you see the... <laughs> it, right at the end where you see the alien yes. head. Yeah, yeah I... 
yeah. 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 The, the movie, if the movie was a seven and a half, it went to like an eight just on that beat. <laughs> yeah. um, I'd give it an eight yeah. out of ten. I think it's a good, honest try. I think um, it, it, it's the first example of how Predator sort of struggles to live up to its initial entry. Mm. Um, but mm. I think this is probably the best try of any of the sequel movies. You know, um, Predators also tries hard, but I think it tries to mirror the original too much. This one was breaking yep. a bit of new ground, and I think, honestly, it's a pretty decent attempt and a, and a pretty enjoyable, schlocky B-action movie. Yeah, yep. I, I agree. I think, you know, it's um, it's an odd film. It's a sort of, like I say, it's, they, there was clear, there's clear choices made that um, you know, nineteen eighty-seven Predator uh, is—it's one of those. It could easily be set in in the real world, you know. It's hundred percent. It, it, oh, yes. Yeah. But this goes on in the jungles of um, wherever, and it doesn't impact on the wider world. Okay, so they keep it quite sort of isolated. This film, like I said, they set it in the future. It's set in ni- nineteen ninety-seven. Uh, Los yeah. Angeles is is tearing itself apart, and that's so. There's a lot of choices that you do sort of think, oh, okay, well, you, you are making some some interesting choices now, that like you say, but it yeah. jumps into that that B movie territory, and um, I, I I sort of find it sort of fits into that sort of B movie territory of being like the first one was a, as a, a slasher film, trust up as a sci-fi actioner. This is really like a serial yeah. killer, like a cop serial killer uh, yeah. action yeah, film, yeah. like tr- you know, trust up again mm-hmm. as a sort of a sci-fi actioner. Could, Which is know, an interesting choice, though. I think that's yeah, a, it's yeah, a really yeah. interesting movie. Like, like honestly, I reckon on the page of the script that th- this would have really... If I'd read it, I would have thought this is going to be one of the best movies of all time. Mm. Um, I think probably the director doesn't get the most out of the material or is very comfortable with it being quite cheesy. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the yeah, I think... parts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, you've you've touched upon it there, Dave, with the word cheesy. Uh, I think um, this compared to the original movie is a lot for me. It's a lot more comic booky. Mm. Like you get these larger than life yeah. characters. You get the Colombians. You get the Jamaicans. You get King Willie. You get um, you know you get the Lone Ranger, Jeff Lambert. Uh, it's it's very kind of nineties slash comics <laughs> to me. Yeah, um, true, true, and. Yeah, and and oppose, you oppose that to Predator One, which uh, what you mentioned, Scott, is very you know grounded. Actually, I wanted to mention as well um, when I was watching it when I was young, I had taped it on VHS, and you know I've been watching it over and over again. One of my sisters, I've got two older sisters, and she actually got drawn into it. Um, you know, the first half of the film, she's going, "Wow, this is pretty intense and stuff." And that moment, uh, if you remember, in Predator One, where they set up the uh, the booby traps, mm. and um, and he swings around, and the predator shows himself again in front of um, in front of Carl Weathers, mm. uh, and then he and he. Uh, my sister looked at that, and she goes, "Oh, hang on, is that is that an alien?" I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." She goes, "Oh, I thought this was like a a real movie." <laughs> so she actually she actually got fooled, like yeah. she's not a sci-fi fan, but she actually got fooled into believing this is like a real kind of a reality-based mm, movie yeah. um, up until that point because, you know, she'd seen little bits here and there. Uh, and, and I think that speaks volumes with the, the tone of both of those films. Where Pre- Predator 2, look, you had to appease the fans as well. They want to see The Predator. So you can't hide the fact that it's yeah. going to be sci-fi. Yeah. No. But at the same time, as you say, Scott, you want to do a serial killer urban copy thing. And so it's a bit, of hard, it's a bit hard to kind of get both right. No. 
but but, but you know what? Yeah. I, I think they gave it a good honest try. Like I I like I mm. still like the scene where Danny Glover sees him for the first time by himself. Um, you know, and he he decloaks or or it's that weird shimmer. Do you remember that? And then he mm. fires at him. I think. Oh, you know? yeah. At the at the rooftop. Yes. But he actually yes. senses him. Yes. Yeah. That, I thought that was really cool because really he's got this sixth sense or something. He's he's, he's very perceptive, and uh, we we saw earlier on only Billy. In Predator was the one. He's a tracker. Had some sort of yeah um, sense, of, it was like, sense yeah. of him. Yeah, but Harrigan is such a good cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he actually, you know, yeah. I thought it was great. How yeah. funny is Danny Glover when you see him like shuffling around at times? Like you can just almost hear, hear him going, <laughs> "I'm too old for this shit." That's like you, yeah. you know what really. <laughs> well, that's it. Up until this point, you've you've already had like Lethal Weapon one and two. So mm. Danny Glover's yeah. sort of like action cred is him basically complaining about backache and being too old. <laughs> then he to come on yeah. and be this, and uh, to be honest, like, he clearly like he really worked out for this for this part. Like he's in really good shape. Yeah, and, he did. And, he's in know. good. He's yeah. in good shape, but he's still Danny Glover. Like you know, yeah. like he yeah. <laughs> he's not Arnold. No, and, and, and to think, like I say, at 1990, you had like you know, um, you had like, Arnie, Bruce Willis was sort of making his yeah. sort of mm. coming out. Arnold yeah. uh, Stallone, Stallone, and yeah. you know, yeah. it, it, like you had these like other like action stars um mm. but if they wanted to go for someone who's a bit more older a bit more grizzled like there's other it, it still feels like a, an odd choice but i it will is, say does, this yeah. i will say this though at least danny glover he's a good actor yes and he gave himself to the role like he's not phoning the role in at all no, he did and no uh, yeah no, whereas if he's... they'd had a john claude van damme um he would have been subpar with the acting you know whereas Danny Glover he yes. gives a very kind of centered performance and he mm. commits to it so oh, he in that absolutely. sense i think he helps the movie even though it's an odd casting choice absolutely you remember when he confronts uh, peter keys mm, yeah. uh in there on the stairwell <laughs> and he just freaking goes at him he shouts at him yeah. man that was good that's good acting from Danny it's Danny's. really interesting cuz i think he is he's like, he's almost like the counterbalance to Gary Busey because you say about being cheesy like obviously mm. they're, they're together in um, uh, Lethal Weapon 1 and Gary Busey does mm. play a little bit like you know less psycho in in, the, in fact when he's playing the psycho in Lethal Weapon 1 he's less of a psycho <laughs> than he is in this like yeah, he's, Pete, <laughs> Pete, he's, he's, he's crazy fully in, crazy in Predator 2 yeah like wild <laughs> eyes all teeth like it's yeah. full on Gary Busey um <laughs> And there's no yeah. bad thing, like I said, when, when you're going for that cheesy B-movie, yeah. you you want to hit those sort of high points. And I I, I, I kind of like him in this. He is a lot of fun. Um, yes. I, I tell you who else is fun. Bill Paxton. I find hilarious. I like. Oh, man. I love Bill he Paxton. Is... You know, it's such a loss that he, he left us far too soon. Mm. But he's so good in this movie. Yep. You know? Oh, so charming. Yes. He? He's, got, he's got charisma. And he, uh, you see him, he's just a sweet talker. He, he tries it on... Um, Oh God, I forgot her. Uh, Maria Conchita Alonso. Yeah. I forgot her, her name in the in the oh, no, show. No, no, no. But he, but yeah, yeah. Um, but he tries to pick up this this uh, yeah. woman in the police station as well. <laughs> it's so funny. And I, I'm one of my favourite lines. I never got to use it when I was single. But going to a bar and going, hey, that's my sister, yeah. <laughs> and then going, hey, you're not my sister. That is so smooth. Yeah, he is. He hilarious. Is, yeah, he is. I mean, the, the thing is, like I say, the, the main, the main guys, like you say, Dan, the, the cops in this, uh, Danny, uh, Danny Glover, Ruben Blades, uh, Maria Conchito Alonso, and Bill Paxton, they form a really good unit. Like, you, you know, they're not. Yeah. They don't have that. Um, I don't feel like they've got that shared history that you felt from Predator. Um, no. 
No. But they are good. They're, they they work as a team, and I think they actually work off each other I, I really like well. the, the Latino actor. The Latino actor who I think gets killed. Um, he's got one of the companion cops to Danny Glover right at the start. Yeah. I don't, I'm not oh, sure Ruben Blades. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Uh, he's Danny. Good. Yeah. yeah. Danny boy. You know, I, li- I liked him in this. That's, I mean, that's a really good point, yeah. just to think, actually. Like, for, you know, um, from for 1990s, it's a really diverse cast. I mean, the only... Oh, yeah. It yeah, is, Bill it Cass, is, isn't it? White guy, really, yeah. And then the, the only, you know, Gary Busey comes in as the sort of knobhead government agent. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, yeah. Uh, and obviously Kevin Peter Hall's back as the Predator as well. So yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I do love the, uh, the new Predator design. Um, mm. Yes, mm. it looks really. Yeah, cool. I've actually just ordered. The... I've just ordered the concrete jungle action figure that that's getting delivered to my oh, house. Yes. I really? ordered during the week. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I was telling Ray. I went to um, Hong Kong for work uh, over a year ago now, and went to some sort of toy market, and there was a stack of Predator merchandise at this sort of like flea market, sort of toy market, sort of thing, and I mm. really wanted to. It, it, it actually. It was amazing how much there was, and I, and I came back. I remember I came back on the plane, and the first movie I put on was Predator Two, because mm. oh, I just yes. it just it just kind of soaked into my brain. Like they they love Predator over there, like more than I more than I would have imagined. <laughs> like you know, yeah, they do love their monsters, yeah. don't they? But mm. I love the Predator design. It's not they could have easily just gone. All right, here's carbon copy. Like here's a sort of another sure. You know, mm. another, sure. But they give it that it's yeah. you know the armor's different and um, yeah even the predator look is different. I think it's great because they're they're not meant to all look the same. Like every lot like humans don't all look nah, the same. No. You know there are little bits that make them different. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah and so that, that's I, it's a great design and um, obviously they up it's they up it's uh, sort of tech as well. Like you know you've now got the spear yes. and the disc um, yeah. as well oh, as the blades and stuff. So scary. Yeah that that disc is. What, what's your f- yeah, yeah. What is? Oh, you probably answered it there. I was about to ask both of you. What's your favourite um, predator weapon in his arsenal? Uh, I'm fond Dave? of his. I'm fond of his. I'm actually really, really fond of the way he can cloak. Mm. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Like the cl- yeah. the cloaking yeah. ability has always been one of my favourite things. But I've got a question. Um, on his on his mm-hmm. uh, shoulders, is does he have like a yep. rocket? Because when I'm watching in the or it's like a shoulder lo- cannon. Shoulder cannon, yeah. Because he, in the comics, yeah. he he uses a shoulder cannon like a hell of a lot. Wh- why yes. doesn't he use the shoulder cannon very much? It seems like oh, he does. Yeah, I suppose he does. Uh, yeah. it, it does in Predator Two. Um, Harrigan in the slaughterhouse, he actually shoots it with a machine gun and he breaks it, and that's why the Predator takes it off. He can no longer use it, but he uses it um, up until then okay. as well. Like with the Jamaicans in the uh, in that scene where they're sacrificing that. Colombian yeah, that's drug true. lord. Yeah. Well, that's probably uh, my favourite weapon yeah. combined with the cloaking device because yeah. I think the cloaking device is wicked. I love that thing. I think, yes, I think, yeah, I, mean, I think, I think with the weapon, like when you watch, I do, I love the the, the two. I'm all about the blades, but the wrist uh, gauntlets, you know, the sort of the the, the blades that like she's oh, had the yeah. dual blades, and then that disc that he's got that's sort of like a it's like that, a killer frisbee. Um, yeah, is, <laughs> yeah. Is awesome. Yeah, I've got a question. Which, which for can you. And, um, Sorry, yes. I've got a question here. Um, you were mentioning before Judge Dredd. Um, mm. I'm I'm a big big Judge Dredd fan. Are you familiar with the Judge Dredd character Trapper Haig? Um, yes. Who's an alien? Yeah, he's an alien bounty hunter that came to uh, Mega City One. Would you agree with me that there's a lot of similarities between Trapper Haig and the Predator? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. 
What yeah. year did he? What oh, year really? was it? Because he's sort of. Well, Trapper Hag would have been in the mid '80s. It would have predated 1987. I'm pretty sure mm. because Ooh. I I started. Oh. I, I picked up. I, I've come across this just recently because I started reading 2000 AD sometime in '87, and Trapper Hag had happened a couple of years, two or three years before. There is a lot of similarities between the two characters, and it, that could just be complete mm. coincidence as well because it's such an awesome concept to have an mm. alien bounty hunter. But um, he has a lot of weapons that. Sort of a, like you know the net. I I love the net. Well, yes. Tra- Trapper Hague. The net's my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just wondered if you'd pick that one up as well. I hadn't thought. I, had, I hadn't thought about that at all. But now you mention it, it it's yeah. true. It's it's. Uh, um, but that could be complete coincidence. Like often people like come up in Hollywood. It's quite common for people to have similar yeah. pictures at the same time. You know, yeah. like. Well, I and, mean, or it could be. It, it could be something that they read as well, and and okay. it just it it got nestled into their subconscious, and yeah, yeah and definite definite influence. Well, I just uh, wanted to bring yeah. that one up there for the Judge Red fans out there. I've got your back, you know. No, no, it's a, it's a really good. <laughs> it's worth thinking about, as I say. And they do always do. Yeah, there's always those influences that sort of circle round, and and everyone everyone's influencing yeah. everybody else. That's a really good. One. I hadn't thought about that at all. Um, mm. But the uh, yeah, no, I, I love the fact that they say he's got the upgrade and and. Uh, you talk about that the shoulder cannon. Um, one of my mm-hmm. favourite things about the Predator is like it's not his go-to. Like it could be like he kill his hunting yeah. could be him turning up and just shooting people from a distance whilst being invisible. Um, yeah, and I like the fact that it is only sort of a, a, a go-to when he when he really has to. Um, yeah, yes, and that, you know he will use the blades or his, his his spear or whatever first before he gets to that and then um, so when he does use it i mean if you watch him in, in going back to the first predator when it's the mm-hmm. confrontation between him and arnie and Ar- arnie yeah. throws the spear with the uh the grenade on it and it blows up like that's when the predator's pissed off like he can't see arnie <laughs> yeah, he loses yeah, it and he just starts like randomly yeah. firing all over the place and it's a bit like yeah. you know and that shows you that, again like so like that's his go-to like and then Again, like you say in Predator Two, there's a similar scene. Mm, like they, yes. he, he doesn't resort to that shoulder cannon unless he like really has to. Um, yeah, that, that's no. cool though that he does. That he he the Predators from what I'm I'm not an expert on them, but I I like the way they have this weird sort of code. Mm, that, yes, you know, and it, it it's awesome in a way. Like they're not he doesn't just. It's almost like he really enjoys his work. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no doubt. Well, yeah. I always put him akin to like Craven the Hunter. Like, this is just a, yeah. you know, it's like a mm. way of life for him. This is what he wants to do. It's his, this is like yes. a going big game hunting at the weekend or sort of thing. So, uh, I've got a question yeah. for you. Do do either like looking at both of these movies? Um, yeah. I sometimes wish that they would do a movie just from the Predator's point of view, kind of thing. So, really, it's a movie about the Predator himself. Like, I don't know, mm. I think it would be cool. Like, it could be challenging, but in a lot of ways, like, the Predator's not like an alien who's who can't talk and stuff. Like, Predator can talk, and he's kind of got a bit of personality. I sort of wouldn't mind going a bit deeper into the Predator sort of way of life. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, they've definitely got intelligence. I mean, to come up with that technology as yeah. well. I mean, although they don't speak the language that we do, they, they can mimic the language. Yeah. Um, they definitely communicate with each other, which mm. we see in uh, at the end of Predator 2 and in AVP. You know, later on, yeah. we, we see a lot of other They're intelligent. Mingle. They're just psychotic. They're just like, yeah. there's like something wrong with <laughs> yeah. their brains. Like, they're just like hardwired yeah. to just they, destroy just, and hunt. 
Yeah, I think yeah, this is it's clearly like um, they're all, they, they're akin to like Klingon. You know, they're they're just a warfaring <laughs> sort of hunting kind of of, of species. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. When you say about their yeah. intelligence, one of the things I find uh, that's that's fascinating about the Predator is the um, it's it's sort of demonstrated better in Predator One than it is in Predator Two. But with but mm-hmm. without their mask, like their vision is terrible. Like, you know, they, <laughs> they, is, they yeah. see That's only on like a red it's, spectrum, it's, so they use the yeah, mask. Yeah, and a really uh, yeah, really deep red, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and so the fact is that they've overcome um, <laughs> one of their own flaws. Like, you know, so is, I always wonder, like, so is, is the mask like a pair of glasses? Like, is that them? Has he got? Yeah. Did that? Did that yeah. predator ha- basically it... have like you know some sort of like sight defect or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a lot better to have that helmet than to have a, a pair of bifocals. Right, yeah. uh, we wouldn't be able to take the predator seriously if it came at you with a, a pair of you know glasses. and a chain yeah. behind us. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I always like uh, when the mask comes off and you just realise what ugly bastards yeah. they are underneath and how crazy they are. Like they're yeah. they're always a bit crazed, <laughs> <laughs> twitching and they're always playing possum. Oh man, it it is it is scary. Um, yeah, yeah. But you, just going back to the sense of honour as well, I think um, in Predator 2, it really makes its mark there with uh, in that train scene in the mm. subway when the Predator ca- catches up with... Um, did you find a name? Is that Leone? Leona? Uh, um, yeah, Lorna. The, Lorna, yeah. Lorna. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he picks her up and then he finds out she's pregnant. Mm. Uh, and then his code of honour says, look, okay, well, you're not gonna, I'm not going to kill you today. And he leaves her. I thought that was a really good... Um, Way of showing the the code that the predator has, as well. Yeah, because it's not it's it's, it's sort of yeah. um, only really alluded to in the first film because you know um, it is. Yeah. Anna picks up the gun and Arnie's like, "No, leave it." You know, he yes. didn't kill you. He yeah. didn't kill you before because he didn't have a weapon. Like you know, no, no sport. And uh, it, yeah, you know, no sport. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and in the subway, I guess you get it. And, and a really funny thing there when everyone pulls out a, a firearm is kind of you know an indictment of. <laughs> Of America looking into the future, you know, from 1990 oh, to 1997. Yeah. yeah, I found that pretty funny, pretty cheeky. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that obviously explains why the Predator kills them all because they're all armed yes. and yeah. he, you know, they're fair game as compared to um, as far as he's concerned. Well, there's an interesting bit about yeah. that, like you say, because it, it's more evident in this film than, than probably any of the others overall. Um, but there's a scene mm-hmm. later on after uh, Danny um, Ruben Blades is killed. Uh, and that you know they've obviously had his funeral and and um, oh, Harrigan yeah. visits his grave, and that that family's there. And you see the little boy, and he's got like a toy Uzi. Uh, and, yeah. and uh, Uzi, the the, be- the the weapon of the nineties, like that weapon. It's like yeah. <laughs> ev- everybody had an Uzi in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> but the uh, like the, the predator like, zooms in on it, and you can like, you know yeah. he's obviously like he's there to sort of leave a trinket. Um, you know, t- he's, yeah. which is really c- creepy, but like he zo- that is a more disturbing. Yeah, thing. but he yeah. zooms in on that kid, and I remember the first time I watched it. Like I, did, I was too young to see at the cinema at the time, but I remember watching it a year later on sort of yeah. VHS, and I remember thinking then like, is he is he going to kill that kid? Like, <laughs> yeah, Jesus, yeah. very much a moment. Um, yeah, isn't it? It's yeah, <laughs> want some candy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he uses it back, which is which is creepy again later on. Um, Yes, but how? But how creepy is that? Leaving uh, Danny's necklace on the tree—that that's a sign again of intelligence uh, and yeah. again of playing with well, his that, prey. That's what, like he's not. Yeah, and that's where I go back yeah. to this idea of it being like a you know a, a serial killer 
cop film. Yeah. Like, you know, that's the kind of thing you'd expect if you watch like Seven or uh, you know yeah. a film mm. like where like the serial killer is going to start taunting the the sort of the lead detective and that sort of thing and like leave him these messages or leave him these little trinkets. Like it does. Like he's like he's singled out Harrigan, hasn't he? As yeah. like, all right, you're my. I'm going to get to you. But I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna yes. fuck everybody else up first, like you know, you and I. I, I think that that's what makes them cool. Like they're intelligent and they're. I mean, they're a space-going race. You know, they can mm. traverse worlds, but like they're mm. also like a shark or something. Like they're they're drawn to to blood sort yeah. of thing. Like they like heat. They like conflict. Um, that's just the yeah. way they are, and I, I reckon that makes Predator one of the best characters in, in kind of like genre movies. I, I mean, I. I actually feel yeah. like that recent years they haven't done the Predator justice. Like I feel that there's better movies oh, that absolutely. could be made, you know? Yeah. Oh, because well, it's such yeah. a strong property. Yes, it is. Well, I, th- I think it's, we, yeah. you know, we, we've already sort of alluded to the fact that we, we think these first two are the strongest sort of two that hold that for the Predator concept. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And you know, it, it sort of happens with a lot of this franchise. Like if you look at like the Alien. You know, and I'll get around to that one day, but it's like the Alien series yeah. as well. Like Alien One is, or Alien is, as everyone sort of describes mm-hmm. it, is it's a haunted house film, you know, in sure. space. It's mm-hmm. a it's a gothic uh, sort of monster film, and you're not going to replicate mm-hmm. that. So they make a war film. So the second one is, you know, is a war film. It's, yeah. it's uh, designed to amazing sort of, movie. Oh amazing. Yeah, yeah, one of the and best it's, movies it's, it's, ever. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's designed to replicate Vietnam. Yeah. It's designed to replicate all these things, and you think, yeah. oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And then like, it, it just sort of goes off, off the boil because everyone's just like, okay, well, yeah. what's the concept? It does. And then, yeah, Alien Three. Eh, well, you know, I have mixed feelings about that film. And then it just goes. Have you have you watched the director's cut? Sorry, yes, Scott? I, have, I actually prefer the director's cut of Alien Three. I do, I do think. Yes, so. well, me yeah. too, as well. I think it's a lot better. It is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, but uh, it's the same thing. Like, there's a core concept of what the alien character, that xenomorph, is, and the, the thing, and they, they just yeah. don't know. They just don't know what to do with it. I just think mm, I actually yeah. well, this might be a hot take, but I actually think, honestly, that the Predator is a stronger character than Alien because mm. the Aliens, like to me, mm-hmm. after Aliens, I don't feel they've ever gone that close to getting getting there. With Predator, I feel like he's he's more of a simple concept. Um, he's also yeah. more humanoid and intelligent. Like, there's more directions they could explore. Like, I thought Predators was a pretty decent movie mm. for what it was. Um, yeah, whereas yeah, I, I liked it. Alien yeah. Three, Alien Resurrection, Prometheus, Alien uh, Covenant, oh, whatever it was yeah, called, Covenant. Like, the last yeah. two were okay, but only okay. Mm. They were kind of boring, you know. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. This yeah. I, I I think Predator's got more legs. I mean, I hope that the box office disappointment of the Predator doesn't mean that it's shelved forever by Disney now, because I think that they could I definitely exploit well. it. Yeah, and I think you could do it. I mean, I know we're yeah. going to move to Aliens versus Predator, but I, I really do think that there is another chance to do that again now that Disney own all those properties. Yes. Oh, yeah, and to do it, like, well. Yeah, like, do it better. You know, yeah. even yeah, better. Do it a lot better. Oh, a lot wow. better, yeah. Well, I think, yeah. you know, when, when you look at these... Um, when you look at the, the characters that they now own, and when you sort of look at the MCU and the DCEU and all these things they're trying to do with these extended universes, like... Sure. The mm. the amount of money they could put into, and when they take it seriously and do it like a really good story, like I think you could do yes. a really really good Predator film, like a, or a really really I good AVP so. film. Like there's one to be For made. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. No, yeah. no doubt, no doubt at all. But a lot of it comes down to box office, and the Predator yes. 
disappointed, and I don't think Alien Covenant made decent money, but yeah. I think that you could make it... If, yeah. if they focused more on not just relying on the IP, but making a good movie, um, they could yeah. really do a lot better. The Predator, I don't mean to harp on about it, is a poor movie. Um, mm-hmm. even, even though it's got enjoyable bits in it, like it's just not a very good movie. So it was never going to yeah. do that well, you know, really. No, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it, I think, it's, a, yeah. it's a real failure. And again, we'll get on to it. But I think Shane, mm. Shane Black was a was a poor choice um, mm. from from the out yeah. from the outset. Not that I, I, I don't dislike Shane Black. I actually like some of his. I like a lot of his films. But me his fil- mm. he's oh me too. He, well, you yeah. know, Lethal Weapon. I really like the Good Guys. I really like uh, yep. um, uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. Kiss Kiss Kiss. Kiss I like Iron Man Three as well. That he yeah. Iron Man Three. I like I, as well. I, yeah. I, I was really yeah. disappointed with Iron Man Three. It's got some good elements. Mm. I just don't find when mm. when you go beyond like that could buddy cop setup or the co- the you know sort of the action comedy setup that he's good at. I think it starts to really sure. sort of crumble and fall apart. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll get to the president because I was I was I was yeah I, I think I, a, a tear rolled down my cheek sort of slowly as that film ended. <laughs> Is that it? Um, <laughs> but but yeah, like I say, yeah. Predator Two, like I say, this film it it really does. It, the other thing with this film is it yeah. goes all out. You know, so it's yes. che- not only is it cheesy, yes, it but does. it's not it's not scared to go like full on gore. Full on violence, yeah. like you know, they, when they've got... and I mm. give it points for that. It, it's yeah. actually quite a brave movie in a lot of ways, doing doing the things that it does. Like I actually yeah. w- w- think it's it's good the Predator franchise has Predator Two. You know, mm. yes, I, I'd agree. I'd agree as well. Like I, I think it, it as it just gets better with, with age. I think um, and looking back on it, because you can actually place it within its. Uh, it's sandbox, you know, where, what it's meant to be. Whereas, like when I first saw it, you know, as I mentioned, I had high expectations. I was expecting the, the the latest and the greatest, but it is what it is. It, it knows what it is, and it, it excels at that. And it doesn't pretend to be anything anything more. No, okay, um, yeah. And I mean, the films the films yeah. built around set pieces. You know, like they say, there's yeah. there are um, yeah. the op- I mean, the opening bit, that whole opening set piece of the sort of the gang war. Oh, awesome. Is yeah, it's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. And then, yeah. you know, then you get the set piece in the sort of the Colombian drug lords uh, penthouse, uh, where the Jamaicans yeah. come in and string them all up, and you've got that. And then, shoot up and yeah, it's yeah, it's so. I love these one-liners. I was yeah. saying the script has got so many good like one like it's so look like the first film. The first film is incredibly quotable. I mean, a, a week does not go yeah. by that I don't quote. Like <laughs> at least Predator One or Predator Two in some way. Yeah. Yes. Um, like you uh, say, what, what's your favourite quote, Scott? In well, Predator. We, well, it's uh, obviously you know uh, I ain't got time to you know you hit you bleeding man I ain't yeah. got time to bleed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. time to bleed. <laughs> yeah. Is is possibly one of the badass yeah. quotes ever. Um, yeah. But I have to say that like, uh, there have been times when you know you make references, you make movie references, and nobody gets it. Where I have been in sort of yep. like small meetings at work, and something's gone slightly wrong. He's gone, shit happens, <laughs> and everyone's looked at you like you're, you're mad, and you're just like, no, no, no it's, 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 yeah. it is, but yeah, it's just so quotable. Yeah, they they had T-shirts made in the '90s because of that quote, mm. uh, and I don't know whether Predator Two lifted it off the T-shirts or the T-shirts were a product of. Predator Two because uh, it became quite quotable. Mm. I, I remember it, yeah, back it's in sure. the early nineties. I have to admit, like yeah. Predator Two is where I got it from, so that's where. Yeah, no, that's where yeah. I, yeah, that's where I get it from. Um, well. And there's many times yeah. I've called, you know, um, you mess around with your mates, and you're like, you, you are one 
ugly motherfucker. It's <laughs> <laughs> so, so guys, I'm giving yeah. it an eight out of ten. What would you give Predator to? What individual scores? Uh, coming out of the cinema in 1990, I would have given it maybe like a five and a half and a six to six. But now I give it maybe like an eight. Um, a solid 8 out of 10 I really enjoyed it uh, nowhere near the, I, I, same with Predator I'll give it that a 10 out of 10 yeah. um, so uh, Predator 2 an 8 yeah I, I think I've got, I've got, I've got, I'm the same as Ray I, think, like, the fir- I remember yeah. watching this the first time I remember enjoying it as you know there are, there are moments in the film that are really enjoyable but being overall disappointed but then over mm-hmm. time you go back and as you guys said like you appreciate it for what it is yeah, you know how mm. this film yeah. Stacks, yeah. stacks up, and I think yeah, it's an easy eight out of ten. It's really good fun. The cast are great. The, the, the design in it, it, it is great, and the fact it commits, you know, like everyone in this is committed yeah. to it, yes. and it's just it's going to be batshit crazy, and we're going to go for it. And I, I really appreciate that in a, yeah. in a good film. Just going to throw in one thing: this yeah. film is set in nineteen ninety seven. Mm, which is yes. which is when they do those future things. I always find it funny when you you know we've literally passed Blade Runner now, mm. so. It's yeah. which is but yeah. no, you know we got to sort of to first off I remember watching this we got to 1997 we didn't have Judgment Day which all right thank you for that I appreciate that we then got to you know, <laughs> and the Los Angeles wasn't in this day I got to 2015 no hoverboards I got to 2019 <laughs> and I've got no flying cars so more and more I'm just disappointed with sci-fi cinema if I'm perfectly honest yeah but um, but actually having said that Scott I was watching Predator Two and I was looking at the fashion sense. Yeah. And I, all I could think of was Seinfeld going, "Geez, they're kind of spot on. kind of spot yeah. on a little yeah. <laughs> with with Very the with true. the uh, over oversized jackets and the and the baggy pants." It's like, yeah, that does look like nineties. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The one thing I would say is though, like the other film that's set in nineteen ninety seven, I'm now slightly convinced exists in the same universe or starts in ninety seven is Demolition Man. Um, Ooh, and, uh, great movie. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. That is a good movie. I love so that movie. I almost yeah. want to. I almost want to take it now that um, 1997 was a terrible, terrible year for uh, <laughs> for Los Angeles, and it you know it, it resulted in John. <laughs> it resulted in the Predator attack in Los Angeles, and John Spartan going into cryo fro- freezing. Uh, yeah. that's, that was 1997 <laughs> in this cinema universe. <laughs> love it. Uh. Well, well connected. Yeah. I love that. I, well, I also like your connection. You mentioned the other day on message. You said that you'd like to sort of connect that Lambert actually could be the great great grandson yeah. of Hudson. Yeah, that'd be cool. And, uh, that'd like be he's actually awesome. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean they've got the same kind of personality. They both meet grizzly ends. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it writes itself. Yeah. We should nuke him from space. It's the only way to be sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so after 1990, so it's a barren period after 1990 because we don't get much. I'm going to say the mm. comics take off, and we'll cover those in a little bit. But we sort of, from a movie point, that was it, you know. And I was yeah. pretty much mm. convinced that that was going to be it. Uh, but then in 2004, yeah. uh, we get Alien versus Predator, uh, directed yeah. by Paul W S Anderson, uh, and starring nobody of any real note apart from Lance Hendrickson. Uh, no. Sana Latham, Raul uh, Bova, Ewan Bremer, and Colin Salmon really is the primary cast. Um, yeah. And uh, what do you think Lance was taking down for this movie? His salary? What, you know, because <laughs> right. he is the one one actor of note. 
This was probably the biggest paycheck he got around that period. But let's not yeah. kid ourselves. Yeah. Lance Hendrickson will come, turn up and do a film for a pizza and forty dollars. Like the guy just is in everything. Like the amount of crappy, uh, crappy B movies and crappy uh, horrors. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I met him at a comic con out here. He was out mm. here, oh. um, and let me tell awesome. you, he was very interesting. Um, and he gave me one of my best quotes. They did before he came on to talk, and he and he just kind of spoke a lot about Millennium, his show, and he talked about aliens. Oh, also. great show. Yeah, yeah, but he um he came out just after they played a trailer for Battle for Los Angeles, and I'll mm. never forget it. He 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 came out in a small room, looked at it, and went, "We're coming through a dark cycle," and I just loved it. We're coming through it. <laughs> We're going through a dark cycle, and he was really cool. He was mm. a really cool guy. Yeah, and, you know, he looks like a cool dude. Yeah. yeah, he was. He was a very chilled out unit. Um. He, he spoke a lot about Millennium and how difficult it was mm-hmm. for him because of the sheer amount of lines mm. that he had to say. Right. But, um, okay. you know, he, he, he really was an interesting guy. Yeah, cool. He, he is a good actor. I mean, he's one of those sort of like... Um, he's a consistently working B-movie actor. And that's how I sort yeah. of see him. Like, he's yeah. done a lot of stuff. Um, yeah. And he's, but when he does appear... Like, all right, I joke that he appears and everything, but when he, when he does appear in a film... He's usually yeah. the highlight of that film, like you know. Yeah, um, he's got a certain yeah. gravitas to him. He's got a certain level of, he he's got a lightness of touch, but he's also got a certain gravitas to him. I, I like him as an actor. I think mm. um, he's one of the better things in Aliens vs Predator, which is you know a film <laughs> lacking no. in a yeah. lot of key mm. ways. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It, it is. He is. It is. Um, he's also one of the the, the sort of the oddly connective. Um, tissue of this sort of this sort of franchise mm-hmm. isn't it so yeah. you know we we, yes. we just made a connection between uh, Lambert and Hudson you know for AVP yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but he, he <laughs> literally is um you know his, his name in this is um Bishop uh Wayland like he is Wayland Wayland yeah, yeah. yeah. Yutani company um That's it. yes yeah and so he sort of yeah, he's, Charles yeah. Bishop Wayland, his name is his character in this. So he is sort of like so. When you look in, when they talk about the company in uh, in Alien and Aliens, like yes. as far as far back yes. as two thousand and four, like he that company's been around. Like he is that Wayland. Um, so really? that, it's, yeah. it's, it's fascinating that sort of you know they base their bishop on <laughs> yes. on the founder of the company. I think I, I, th- I think it's the coolest thing. I in think the whole that's movie, great. Frankly. Yeah, I think it's easily yeah, the coolest uh, thing. I'd agree with you, Dave. I think that, yeah, having that connection that, um, and, you know, the thought of, yeah, uh, it makes sense. Like Bishop, uh, you know, this is the founder of the company. Of course, there's a bit of an ego. He, of course, he'd, he'd make them in the likeness of himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it was great. We'll get on because we'll, we'll talk about the whole, I think the Wayland yutani thing is an interesting element that I think is, has been poorly explored uh, in, in, the, yes. in the franchise. Yeah. But it's, it's got meat there that could be explored. Uh, but, but the plot to this one's really interesting in that, so the the Wayland Company uh, has a, different sort of arms. One of them is a sort of it's got a satellite and it looks after it looks for mining assets, uh, and it sees there is a heat uh, plume in um, at the Antarctic, um, mm-hmm. and when they sort of study that plume, it identifies as being a structure hidden under the ice. Uh, and uh, Charles Bishop Wayland, at the head of the company, pulls a team together to go and investigate. And when they get there, they find that it is a training ground for predators yeah. against the alien yeah. xenomorphs, and then it goes, <laughs> yeah. it, and it gets worse from there. 
Um, <laughs> right. Before we even talk about that concept is awesome. When I yes. heard that concept yeah, yeah. Yes. in about two thousand yes. yeah. two thousand two, two thousand early two thousand late two thousand two, early two thousand three, I remember reading the synopsis of this film in like Total Film or SFX or one of those magazines. Sure. And thinking, mm-hmm. that's brilliant. Yeah. I am yep. so down for this. So when you guys heard about it, what were your thoughts? Um yeah, I, I I was I was pumped for this. As you say, there was a long drought after Predator Two, and uh, to actually finally have two franchises coming together, two of my favourite franchises around that time, uh, this was just you know this was just gold. So uh, I I didn't hear too much of the the synopsis mm. of it. So I just knew that they were going to be together. Um, I can't remember memory and all um if i'd been playing the games around this time before i watched the movie or if i play the games afterwards but um i think a lot of the excitement came from um also the video games as well aliens versus predator they had a video game didn't they yeah Mm. yeah, they did um i used to uh a couple of friends uh he'd set up like a lan thing and we'd all, all get and all do it man that was some fun Fun times, yeah, uh, you know, being either the predator, a marine, or or uh, an alien, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I didn't know too much going into it. I guess um, to answer your question, Scott, I I, um, I was just excited at the the mere idea of it. Hmm. Hmm. For, How about for, you, Dave? Uh, for me, I was pretty pumped. A friend of mine was a really heavy alien fan, and I'm a heavy predator fan, and he also liked predator. So we went and saw it together, and. No, I was really pumped up for this movie. I expected a lot um, from it. I, for me, this was the clash I'd kind of been dreaming of. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, like you, Ray, like played a little bit of the game. Um, but just mentally, when when they said Aliens versus Predator, they had me at hello. You know, I was mm. like, oh, fine. <laughs> these, these two are matching off. It's, it's about yeah. time, you know. Um, yeah. And both are yeah. very, very viable, you know, uh, competence. They're both very sort of... They're, they're well matched. Um, I always felt the yeah. aliens have the advantage uh, just due to their sheer ferocity. Mm. Um, yeah. And I, I did think... The num- yeah. And their number and the way that they can keep spawning. Yeah. And I, I thought to myself, man, this is going to be a struggle for the Predator. Um, and I thought yeah. the movie would just be Predators versus Aliens. I didn't really think... That, I didn't really realise there was going to be humans even involved. I thought it was just going to be Predators oh. versus Aliens. Like, right. which I still wish it had been. You know, like I don't need the I don't need the humans in there. For me, they waste so much time in this movie that it was frustrating yeah. to me when I was rewatching it because I, I only watched it once in cinemas. I've never I haven't watched it again since I watched it yeah. the other night. Mm. And the amount of time is wasted with human interaction in this movie that could be spent on Predator versus Aliens action. I agree, is, you know, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean it's mm. funny you say because I say one. I'll just stop looking at some of the the, the promo stuff for it. And I always think that ever since I've watched this, because this film is a disappointment. Let's let's not beat around the bush. Um, sure. It's the, the the sort of the tagline for this film is whoever wins we lose, and I sort of feel like you're t- and I sort of feel like you're talking about the audience really. You know, what I mean? yeah. sort of, <laughs> whoever wins we all lose because we've had to sit through this. Um, yeah, yeah. But I, I went into this watching it this time thinking, is this? Am I, am I going to find that this is an underrated film? I mean, is this going to be another Predator 2? Because I haven't watched it for years. Yeah. And I thought, am yeah. I going to come back to this and think, yeah. actually, it's not as yeah. bad as I remember? Is it, you know... 
Um, and mm-hmm. like you said, Dave, I remember sitting at like half an hour in and thinking, like, come on. <laughs> Yeah. When, when, What's when, going when, on? yeah, yeah. When are we going to get there? Because this film's not, you know, not overly long. Um, you know, so yeah. say, so it's an hour and forty odd minutes. It's half an hour in, and I'm still like, okay, <laughs> you're mm. still building a story. This I, should I, be a lot faster. Yeah, I um, I think I read or I watched somewhere in the documentary. It might be behind the scenes and stuff. They made a point of it, like they wanted to emulate aliens and. And the first Predator movie, mm. in whereby you don't see yeah. the aliens for a long time, and to build that tension. But I just don't think they do it well. Like, it's not done. It's not done well, though. It's just it's yeah, it's just exactly. Endless, exactly. It's endless conversations with characters and endless yeah. setup, but it's it's just not very interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think the thing yeah. that seems to be totally missing it's sort of it, this these franchises. And I would say this is I say this for both. Predator, Alien, and in some cases even like the Terminus franchise. There's a couple of franchises they keep wanting to do that. Oh, we want to emulate the first film, right? And in many cases, mm. like you, you have that build up and you have that tension. What they should be looking at is mm. a horror model. And I think so if you watch the slasher yeah. films, you know, let's use Halloween or even like sure. Friday the Thirteenth or the, the Freddy films, right? The high, mm. the big A or stars. The first films are that they build up tension, right? You you they usually have a mystery. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, like Halloween is a is more of a thriller than it is a horror, and I, I love Halloween. Like Halloween mm-hmm. um, seventy eight is is awesome. Good good movie, very good movie. Uh, it's, yeah, it's all about tension building. You know, it's all about tension building. Like you know, you see the figure, you see Michael, and then the same with with the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street films. Like the film is an yeah, escalation yes. of like you keep learning about who Freddy is and then you get more and more sort of like elaborate deaths and all that sort of thing and then the first and sort of second Friday the 13th films are set up like who's you do, the Friday the 13th part one um, you know spoiler for a film that's almost over 40 years old um, <laughs> or almost 40 years old like you know it's not Jason it's his mother but the whole film is done from her point of yep. view like it's all suspense yeah. it's all and then but then they learnt the lesson of like, well, you can't do that again because everyone's coming to see Jason. Everyone's coming to see Michael. Everyone's coming to mm. see Freddy. So do you know what? Out of the gate, here's your cannon fodder. Here's the people that are going to be killed. Let's have fun with it. Um, and I'm not mm. saying I want exactly that setup, but you've got to take that lesson of like, I'm I'm not here for tension and for you know suspense. Yeah. I want to see this. The I'm here to watch a horror action film. Yeah. Give me the horror action. Yeah. Um, and sure. so I get really irritated when I see these sort of like these directors going, yeah, we're going to go back and we're going to be doing this kind of film and that kind of film. I'm like, oh, just when does shit blow up yeah. and when does people's heads come off? Like, you know, that's. I, I would say, <laughs> yeah, I would say that I, if they do this again, mm. like Predators vs. Aliens, I'd like to see them kind of in space, um, you know, get away yeah. from Earth, like, and. Show maybe maybe Kickstarter with a really big battle between predators and aliens or something like that. Like, well, I don't, um, I don't, I don't, yeah. Have, have you ever read the the comic, the alien the aliens versus predators comic? Um, we have done some of them uh, on little the show. Bits. Yeah, yeah. 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 We, we we did we did some of them on the show, but to be honest, the the first one we read was really long and boring. But then mm. later in the series, there were some quite good ones. That's um, that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Like, I I quite I like that first one because it it, it sort of fo- yeah. it, it follows that same model, doesn't it? Like that first one is very much about setup. Like you're setting up oh two, my God. two teams, yeah. and then you build you're building <laughs> to that big payoff when the 
the yeah. uh, uh, the settlement on whatever planet it is gets attacked. But it's, it's a sort of... it's a sly comic man. I struggle it is. No, with it. Yeah. I totally agree. It really is. And but they learnt the lesson. So when you read a lot of the future, yeah. like Alien versus Predator ones, like yeah. those ones go in a clip. Like those, some of those yeah, good, really okay. go. Yeah. Um, well, the one where the yeah. predators go down to the the planet of the aliens and basically they get they go down as a testing ground. Mm. Um, and so it's just predators, uh, young predators who basically are left on this planet to stave off the aliens. It's pretty awesome. It's a really good like one shot comic. And one guy comes back and he betrays them and they leave him on the planet to be just destroyed by the aliens. Mm. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Like cool. You know, that's, that's there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of ways that they could have made these aliens versus predator movies a lot better than they are. And this is and this this is mm. what I'm saying about you know we said before about how studios have learnt the lessons and, and doing things differently. Like, you know, when you look at like, the MCU and stuff, they are looking at the comics and going, we've pretty much got storyboards there written for us. Like, how can we turn that into a really good film? And again, yeah. like, you know, the, the, some of the creators, I'm not saying all the Predator and Aliens comics are good, because they're not. Like, some of them are dreadful. Mm-hmm. But there's an awful yeah. lot of really good stuff out there where you could go, yeah, they've yeah. hit the mark. They've sort of, how have, how is it, what have they done that's made... The comic series and some of the computer games more successful than the film franchise. Like, why are we trying to do yeah. it differently? Um, yeah. And mm. I do think they should try and learn that lesson a bit more. Definitely, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You uh, get the intent to read a few comics and, like, you know, pitch a few ideas. Like, the, I honestly think they could go through some of the Aliens vs Predator comics and get better storylines easily than uh, they've done in the movies. That's what they should be mm. doing. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think we're all saying that the plot to this is very thin, and um, mm. it's it's there's not a great deal to say about this film. The setup's great, like the idea is great. Yeah. I like the idea of um, yeah. the temple that sort of you know. I'm yeah, conf- it's a cool idea. I'm confused. I like that idea. Yeah, I'm confused as why it's in Antarctica when they go somewhere that's supposed to be hot. Um, yeah, yeah. Is that because in ancient times it wasn't hot though? I don't know. It seems, but even so, that- right. That's the only explanation I can think of. Yeah, yeah that's all I can think of. But they're still like, when they explain mm. where it is, it's still a long, yeah. long way from any other sort of big piece of land. So, You're, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It felt like a bit of a plot hole. I did like a major plot hole. I did like the scene where they describe what the predators do and how they blow everything up if it all goes pear shaped mm. against the aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like, good. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite part of the movie by far. You know, yeah, oh, they, sh- my they show fa- the really video. Fa- I know what you mean. Yeah, you, you're tapping into yeah. one of the things though that I find it. You, it's almost like the Prometheus problem. The moment you start to put scientists into films like these, yeah, they become the exposition device, and they're like, <laughs> oh, these are mm-hmm. Egyptian, Cambodian, and yeah. Az- Aztec symbols, so we can read them. And I've been here for three minutes, and I know their full history. And yes, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm gonna go with it for the film, but. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I just like yeah, the it's, idea. It's I just like weird. the idea of it, though. Like, oh, the concept um, is amazing. I, I wish they'd the shown that. Is good, very good. I wish they'd shown that in in story. Like, mm. we'd actually seen that properly happen, not just a description of it. Mm. Like, I would have liked that yeah. as an, maybe an action piece to kick the movie off, for example, or something. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, no, I, I think it's very cool. Um, yeah, you know, the whole thing about them being seen as kind of gods coming down from heaven and yeah. so you get the uh, sacrificial you get the, the the maze the labyrinth um, all created amazingly created uh, I, I think it really I think that is a strong point of the film um, 
but but yeah, that there's very little. I was about to say, Dave, my my favorite bit for sure would have to be the one on one, the second predator mm-hmm. versus yeah, that alien. That it, was awesome. it is good. You do feel like the predators are biting off a bit more than they can chew with the aliens. <laughs> and I, I did. I, one thing I did like is the alien queen in all the chains and stuff. Mm. That was mm. that was actually visually pretty cool. Um, it's a yeah. shame that that comes. How old? Pretty, yeah, I don't how, know how. I don't know how. I don't how quite get the that logic queen? of that. Like she's frozen. Yeah. So she's frozen, oh, but then they unfroze yeah. her. Yeah. Mm. I, I like the concept <laughs> of that. You know. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I think that sort of seems to be the theme. There's a lot of really good concepts in this film. Like, like you said, the idea that that mm. alien queen gets wheeled out, unthawed. Um, mm. I like the fact that the thing changes every ten minutes, so it's not you know you can't learn mm. the layout, layout and then sort of lay in wait or whatever. Um, and there's all these yeah. different concepts. And again, they do the whole weapons thing. It's like you know they don't attack unless you've got a weapon. Like he leaves, um, as you said, like, um, uh, Wayland. Uh, you know, he picks him up later on, doesn't he? And he right. sees he's got the, sort of the cancer or whatever in his, in his lungs. He's got cancer, yeah. And he puts yeah. him back, and, and yeah. then Wayland's like, "No, fuck you! You turn your back on me!" And sort of <laughs> hits him with the flames, and he kills him. It's like, I, I like yeah. this. So there's little moments, there's glimpses in this. I'm like, this has got uh, great concepts, and some some of it is carried out quite well. Yeah. I think the biggest problem with this film yeah. is they were clearly targeting a PG-13 audience. Um, right, okay. and so you know, which is which is a shame because it really should be an R-rated movie. Yeah, it exactly. should be. I mean, Absolutely. we said before about yeah. you know, Predator Two goes all out violence and gore, yeah. and that's yes. one of its benefits. And Predator One doesn't is not holding back in any way. No, um, and then no. when this one, this one's bloodless. Is 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 yeah. literally how to, how I describe it. It's a good point. I didn't. Yeah, admittedly, I didn't really notice it that much. Maybe because. The, the movie as a whole was was to me a little bland. Yeah, but you, that's a great point. That's a great point because that that is what's lacking. I, well, yeah, when you yeah. think about the concept of what these, as we've said before, like the predator is a hunter that rips out skulls and spines. Like that's the the mm. the, the momentum. Yeah. That's the pr- the prize they take, and the, you know the, a lot yeah. of their battle is done with blades. And then the the alien, yeah. their primary attack is if you know, is their tail or their you know the, the jaws they yes. fire out or the acid. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the yeah. G.A. Jaws, yeah. The majority of the blood you see in this is green, you know, because they can yes. get away with it. Yes, because the, they can go to town yeah. with it, yeah. But we yeah. see, f- I think, either two or three chest chest bursters, uh, aliens, bursting <laughs> yeah. out of chest in this film, and there's no blood. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's... I know. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It, and that's the thing where I also feel, like you say about it being bland, I'm just like, oh, mm. this this feels like uh, they haven't committed to it. Like they, they've taken the concept and said, okay, it's a bit kiddie. We're not going to do it. Take it seriously because we want to get, we want to get yeah. that full four quarter demographic kind of thing. Um, and did this movie so, make money? So was silly. It, what what was the box office on this movie? Has anyone got their on box office mojo? No, no uh, it was uh, it it was considered a, a studio success, but not a critical right. success. So they oh. made money on it. People okay. went to see it. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but like, not they made enough profit. to do a sequel. Yes, no. they, they made enough they to carry on. Yeah, but but I think most <laughs> of the people who saw it were guys like me who just thought Aliens versus Predator seems cool. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. And yeah. then we're very let down by the movie itself. I bet this is a film where you say that I week one to week two drop off must have been astronomical. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, d- I doubt that there would have been any repeated viewings mm. from no, people going exactly. to, to, to the cinema again <laughs> and watching it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, this is one of those things like for this for for doing this like I've got I you know Predator One I've got I have a VHS of it kicking about in the attic I've I've got the uh, awesome I've got <laughs> the collected edition <laughs> when it came out on DVD and I've got it on yep. Blu-ray <laughs> and and for this awesome. I was like, oh do you know what I'm going to download it on digital as well so I've got it to hand right yep. and I thought that so that's good Predator Two I've got on Blu-ray. Um, just because you know, I want it in quality. With this, I had a, I've got a DVD of it from from a long, long time ago, and I did sure. think, oh, yeah. I thought, and I, sorry, and I downloaded a digital of Predator Two so again because I've really enjoyed it. With this, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not, I might even get rid of the DVD after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's yeah. just taking up space. Yeah, that's true. It's a good point. Look, it's very cheap over here. I was really after watching it. Um, I just watched it digitally. Yeah. Um, I thought um, I might pick it up anyway because there's only I think you can get AVP one and two for like ten bucks here. So a Blu-ray, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think I might I might pick it up just for the collector in me. Yeah. But um, the, it, it's definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the completest Ray. Yes, yeah. the completest. Sorry, the completest in me. Yeah, uh, yeah. exactly. There are scenes that are quite good in it. You, you know, we both we've all sort of said yeah, there are favourite mm. scenes. Um, Yes, and uh, a, a little smart things. Can I say um, one of the ones? Uh, only a very small thing. Um, the main actor, the the protagonist. Look, this is, you know, testament to how forgettable. I don't even know her real name. Uh, no. Thandi Newton. I know the actor. No, I don't know her not, name in character. Uh, no, it's not, it's not even Thandi Newton. It's uh, it, oh, no, isn't it? Okay. It's Sana Latham. Yeah, she d- hasn't done. Oh, she hasn't okay. Well, there you go. Since. Oh, well, there you go. Um, but I do love the fact that the Predator gives her um, an alien skull or a head mm. as a shield. I think that, because it's acid-proof, I think that's a very cool touch. Um, so there are a couple of, yeah, little good things in here, as well as the, the big throwdown is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, largely largely forgettable, unfortunately. Yeah. I, agree. I, I, I give it four out of ten. Yeah. I give it four out yeah. of ten as a movie, yeah. I think, yeah, I'm pushing to maybe four and a half uh, out of okay. ten. Um, I think some, yeah, like I said, some bits I enjoy, but yeah, it's it's a hard watch. Yeah, I, true. I, I reckon about. Oh, I was about to give it a five. I might. I'll stick to five. I, okay. It just passes because of the fact that you see a predator and an alien together. Sure. You get you get Lance Lance Henriksen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the 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 leads aren't to me aren't strong enough. The writing's not good enough. Um, no. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, the concepts are there, as mm. you say, but it just there's no there's no charisma in the the actors to to keep you interested. No, Agreed. it is incre- as you said, it's incredibly bland. It's 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 not a mm. great place to be. Um, I, I honestly yeah. think that when you look at the concepts of this, and especially when you sort of see what you know they're doing like with the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like if I was Disney and I was going to have that sort of that twentieth twentieth century Fox. Uh, branch or whatever they're gonna, however they're gonna, they're gonna market sure. and sell these these kinds of films. Mm-hmm. I would seriously be looking at thinking, do you know what? Let's scrap. I, I'd draw. I'd almost draw a line under everything that's happened before, and say, right, you know, mm-hmm. they they all exist, and we're now going to start a new Predator universe or a new what we're going to call our AVP universe, and I'm going to stick sure. these yes. th- these things in it, and I would do exactly the same. And do you know what? We're building to one big kickoff down the line you were going to get the alien versus predator film you always wanted and here's yeah. how here's how we're going to do it and you know absolutely we'll start with a predator film and we'll start with an alien film and, da, 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 and work up to it um and i yeah. think it would be age be, you know, they could be having their sort of they could have their cake and eat it with this i just don't know why they don't well you, you just have to hope that the beans counters don't uh 
looking at like Alien Covenant disappointed, as did the Predator financially. So mm. they're going yeah. to they're going to have to sort of convince the the finance people that there's money to be made, you know, because both of the last instalments didn't fare well at the box office. I think I think yeah. the thing to, the way to sell it though is to say, um, you know, let's be honest, Alien Covenant and the Predator aren't very good films. Like Agreed. it's not mm. it's Agreed. not. It's yeah. not the the character because then let's let's go look at how yeah. good Dark Horse's Predator comics are selling. 100%. Actually, hundred percent, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How how well are the games doing? How well are the novels doing? How well are the toys yeah. doing? Like Necker are said the, the properties. Yeah. The properties are fantastic, and it just, awesome. they yeah. just need to get a good script. I agree with you. Like, there's mm. a lot of life in this in these characters and this clash. Um, yeah. And they probably should pick up a few of the comics and just, just just to get a feel for some of the possibilities. Don't put it on yeah. Earth again. Like get away from Earth. You know, <laughs> seriously, they like, could do this. There's a whole future yeah. that you know their Predator yeah. universe could be set in space on other planets. Yeah, do it that way. This is this yeah. is the dark Star Wars sort of kind of thing. Like you know, have sure. That. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I'd love to be on a Predator ship and like see the Predators doing shit like and. Going on missions and stuff like it'd be awesome, but this is um, just a fly in the wall day. Yeah, like, you literally could do that, couldn't you? Because you've got all this other stuff. Like yeah. the background for me, the way I see it is, if I was going to do this this shared universe, the background of it for me is the Wayland Utani Company in the future. Sure, like yeah. that's that's sort of like True. your earthbound element. Like you know that supports yes, and yes, underlies yes. everything. Get, get rid of that. Get rid of the stupid scientists in the Predator. Mm. You know all that whole back. Get rid of all that backstory. Just concentrate on Wayland Utani because that's yeah that build that had credibility. Yeah, build that as a, yeah. whatever it is, and then you've got things like you've got action. You've got access to the colonial marines. You've got access to um, yeah. you know colonies out in space. Like you know you yeah. you you're yeah. telling me the predators aren't hunting things on these c- colonies out in space like that. Oh, you know how just, cool would that yeah, be? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. you could do so much stuff. Um, yeah. I always thought. Sorry, I always thought. Um, I don't know if he's with, within the property. I always thought it would be pretty cool to have aliens and predator versus like Riddick. I I, th- I think that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be so cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know whether cool. he thought. Yeah, I don't know if he's in 20th Century Fox or not. But um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, you can see predators fight other other beings. Would just yeah, be, yeah, be awesome. Yeah, which is fucking fantastic. That's it. Like you could do it. Like think the colonial marines versus, you know, a unit of the colonial marines versus like a unit of predators. Oh god, yeah, that like, would be. They've good. done it. In the, Just like they've a, done it in the games. Yeah. Like it looks badass. Like that's yeah. what you want. I think that's where they should go. Forget doing it in present day, as you're saying on Earth. Do it in space. Go, go all yeah, out. Do it in mm. space. Go, go far future. Make it really kind of sci-fi action based. Yeah. Yeah, and, and look, strike while the iron's hot as well. I mean, we're, we're living in a purple patch. Um, many thanks to the comic book movies as well, sure. uh, as well as the uh, successes of Star Trek and Star Wars. Strike while it's hot and get those yeah. cosmic movies out there. You know, yeah. I, I think there is a fan base for it, and not just fans of oh, sure. Aliens and Predator. There'll be comic book fans. There'll be, you know, um, gamer fans as well. Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. be raking Oh, in. yeah. This could make a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that's the sort of the three films. I think we've, we've, you know, we're going to yes. so, um, we're mm-hmm. going to cover uh, in the next part. We're going to cover Alien versus Predator Requiem, uh, Predators, mm-hmm. and The Predator. So we'll talk yeah. about those, and okay. uh, and also we're going, but we're going to touch on comics. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes. the one thing we're going to talk about in the second part is Predator versus. So 
you know, you've had um, not just we've talked to AVP, but you know, Predator has fought a lot of other people. So we'll go out, we'll have a yes. think, and we'll have a talk about it. One of my favourite comics of all time is a Predator versus yes. comic. And I'm not going to tell you which one yet. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, from, cool. from a purely nostalgia point of view, but we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, sure. But for, okay. but, for, but for this one, I wanted to quickly touch on, and we've all had a quick read of. Uh, mm-hmm. The Predator comics that came out in the sort of the early nineties, throughout the nineties, uh, and it's like, it's called the Schaefer trilogy. Yes. Mm. And so this is almost like a continuation of an alternative to continuation of Predator. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's called Concrete Jungle, um, Cold War, and Dark River, and these are three yeah. stories that follow. Uh, Dutch Schaefer, uh, Alan is, is full, Arnie's full name in, in the film is Alan Schaefer, Alan Dutch Schaefer. Oh, right. okay. Um, and so right. this is his brother, Schaefer, who um, isn't, isn't, isn't in the army. He happens to be a New York detective. Um, yep. He's yeah. still built like a brick yep. shithouse, but he's just blonde. Yeah. Yep. So <laughs> they've yep. basically just drawn Arnie and made him blonde. Um, yeah. But in this, they, it's basically the... It's, it's basically Predator Two. It, it is, isn't it? I, I read that, um, and this predates Predator Two. So you can—I don't know if they read the comic or not, but there are a lot of similarities. Yeah. So in the, Concrete, Concrete Jungle. Well, Concrete yeah. Jungle started to come out. The first issue came out in 1989. So they're very much in conjunction. Yeah. Um, like yeah. there was a clear, there's a clear desire to do. Yes. Um, and I, I, I don't know if this. You know, I said before that there was that. Arnie's sequel script that I, yes. I, I, I can't define, but I've heard about. A part of me is still convinced it became this comic. <laughs> mm. Ah, um, right, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me, sort of. Um, but so the first one is is very much Predator Two. Schaefer and his partner uh, join a heat wave in. Um, I actually think it's set in New York. Um, it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's sort of like they get involved in. The, there's a drug war between several gangs. And the predator is is basically sort of taking prizes throughout it. Um, mm-hmm. You guys have read it, so what did, what got, what did you guys think of uh, um, the comic? This 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 nineties comic. I, I really I really enjoyed it. I I thought it was uh, you know again you'd have to just remind yourself that it, this is a nineties comic. Uh, what I did find actually running across all all of it is that um, it is a. Is very dialogue heavy. Mm. Like it is written. Yes. Yes. Uh, there's a lot of text in there, and and look, there's nothing wrong with uh, having a lot of text in there. But I did find I was conscious of the fact that <laughs> there was a lot of storytelling via the writing rather than the visuals. Mm. Uh, I found Schaefer, the brother. Look, I mentioned Lieutenant Mike Harrigan was a badass. I think. Schaefer, the brother, is actually probably top dog. He's kind of like a real cowboy, yeah. and uh, yeah. he's got a one-liner. Every every sentence he says is a one-liner. Uh, he's just larger than life. Uh, he he takes on the predator head on. Uh, he's got no fear, uh, and I think this works well in the realm of comic books. Um, I think if it was translated onto film with a character like like Dutch's brother, uh, it would just come across as really really hammy. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, I mean this this feels like an eighties action movie. You know, what I mean? it's got like I say, it's got yeah. this, the, the sort of the one liners and the dialogue, and he is he, yeah. he's so stereotyp- stereotypically that sort of like the rogue yes. cop, the one that you know no yeah. one can control. 
Um, yeah. uh, I, I have to admit, like, I love, I love the artwork. I think uh, Chris. Yeah, the art's great. Chris Warner's yeah, yeah. art for oh, the first cool. one is so good. It's so blocky and everything. But um, all of these, all three of them, written by the same guy, so they sort of follow. On you said about the mm. internal logic, like they can they're consistently good. I, um, yes, and they are. I, I they love are. the fact that with comics, obviously, you can do things you can't do on film for budgetary reasons and all that kind of stuff. Yes, like this one, like yeah, it, it's all very much. Um, it, it's very much like well, we haven't got a budget to worry about, so let's go all mm. out. Um, mm. And so, like, you know, which is sh- cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I also like yeah. the fact that like Schaefer goes back to the jungle to try and find his brother. Um, yes, and you know, so it, it's it is very much tied into that first film. Um, yeah, well, for sure. And also, you, you get you get General Phillips as well, yeah. who features in the first film as well. So he he's got a he's a continuing character in the comics. Yeah. as well. And, and this obviously has mm. multiple predators um, throughout. Um, it, the the one thing I find and uh, I find funny about this comic is it ha- it suffers from. Uh, something that happens in several films. It's sort of it's the same thing with like Poltergeist. Okay, it ends with a bit of a battle uh, between uh, Schaefer and the predators. Like he he brings in the cops. He mm-hmm. brings in some of the gangs, and there is literally a gun, a, a run and gun battle in the streets of New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so th- th- yeah. this is akin to the sort of like Chitari invasion of of. Yeah. Yes. Of, um, oh, absolutely. And then, like I say, so it's one of those things that I always find funny. Like, in Poltergeist, right, a house disappears. At the end of the film, spoilers, a house disappears into some sort of like you know mystic supernatural portal, like, and, and an entire mm. housing estate sees that. Right. <laughs> That's that. That is yeah. earth changing. Right? Yeah. You, yes. you cannot hide that. that is... This comic ends no. with a run and gun battle in New York, where things are destroyed, like buildings are laid like to waste. Yeah. That's Yes. Earth changing, and yeah. then uh, and then uh, like, yeah. say, like in the rest of the comics, like it, it just follows Schaefer, but no one seems yeah. to want to address that. Like he's in the second well, one, they he... consciously try to walk away from it and they say everyone wants to forget about it. Like they say that yeah. in the sequel comic, yeah, it's a real sort of yeah. like oh we, we backed ourselves into a bit of a corner there. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's just uh, sweep it under the rug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it is great. I I yeah. love these comics. They are incredibly. Um, they're incredibly, like you say, nineties. Um, but I think the art's great. Ron Randall does just the art in the second two. Um, I would say mm. the the art's fantastic, and the character of, of Schaefer is very cool. Yeah. I would say that I did find it a grind as I was getting through Cold War. My patience for the oh, endless one-liners absolutely. started to really kind of slow me down. Um, and well, once there's it, hardly hardly in yeah. yeah. Well, Sorry. once again, there there's hardly no, any there's, action in it. Yeah. yeah, there's not enough predators uh, yeah, in it. Like, yeah. there's a lot of build-up, and I think that that's you know some people might say, well, Dave, that's to build up the suspense, but the build-up and everyone having a backstory and the whole thing with the Russian, you know, lieutenant, mm. and like it was yeah. it was a bit tiring to read, and maybe that's yeah. because I'm already reading a bit of stuff for the show. But I loved the Predator franchise, and and I was struggling. Just yeah. due to the sheer amount of information being given, that didn't really feel like it was that necessary. Yeah, I, I think what I think what suffers um, from the Cold War, the Cold War series, Dave, what you're touching upon with the Russians, was uh, the art was good, but a lot of the the humans looked 
very similar. Mm, um, sure. And I actually lost track of who characters were which. You know, these Russian soldiers. Yeah. Uh, I know Wilcox was there. He was one of the main American soldiers. But the way it was drawn, um, you couldn't really distinguish who, who was who unless they had a helmet on their head with the name yeah. on top yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, and I found that really, yeah. So I found that kind of unerring. Uh, and the lack of action as well in, in yeah. the Cold War um, series. I, I definitely agree um, that Cold yeah. War is the weaker, weakest part of the three. Mm. Definitely the weakest part yeah. of the trilogy. Um, I, I haven't yeah. read the last one. Sorry, I didn't no, realize I, I should have. Oh, I, I will. Um, definitely, yeah, I'll definitely read that yeah. one because, uh, b- believe you me, like I do enjoy Predator in the comics. Uh, are there Predator comics that are more focused on just the Predator, or is it always against humans? Uh, I don't know, Scott. Had do, do you know any? Yeah, there um, are pure Predator. Yeah, there's yeah. a couple. Like so, the, as it's sort of grown, yeah. they have done different things. Um, because I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, fighting other species and stuff, you know, I would find that kind of stuff pretty cool. There was a, there was a, mm. um, there was a book, uh, a trade I saw, I had a couple of years ago, and I don't know if I've got it anymore, but, and it was, it was a collection of like one, like short stories, and sure. uh, a lot mm-hmm. of that was, uh, like an expansion of the predator sort of culture, and it was sort of told from the predator point of view. So some of those are really, really good. Yeah, um, I'd be interested in that actually, to be honest, because I think that there's some interesting ideas you could explore, and I know some of the aliens versus predators explored it as well. Yes, they, of, they, when, they go off and yeah. do. There's some very they've more expansion of the, the predator culture in those as well. Um, cool. The other thing they've done in the comics, mm. which I find is really cool, is um, they go back in time as well. So it's not oh, yeah. all. So there's some really nice stories um, about predators taking on. You know, uh, different periods in time. Um, cool. There's one set on the Serengeti, uh, where a predator okay. ends up taking mm-hmm. on sort of like a, a, some sort of a, a African tribe in the sort of um, at cool. some point. There's one set during World War One. There's one sort of set um, in other, and it's so cool. You can just try those things with comics. Like not all of them are. Great. And did they still have the technology back in those days? I guess they were still spacefaring, weren't they? Yeah. One of the things that's interesting, I think, in um, there's one that does cover. Uh, they've called it medieval, but sort of, sort okay. of relatively sort of late, and they have they have dropped some of the technology. So they're sort of like that thing of like, oh, they haven't quite got back yet. Um, and okay, that's yeah. quite. Oh, see, I'd be interested in that cool. for sure. Um, I, I just mm. I just sometimes feel with these comics that they just take too long to fucking get going and get to mm. the you know I, I I sort of like don't bore us, get to the chorus. You know, mm. I sort of want to. Dave, said, Dave, bad, bad blood. <laughs> the read bad blood. Bad, yeah, well, bad, bad blood is a really interesting one because that's dark. Okay, I'll, I'll that's, find it. I've got the essential yeah. collection that came out recently of, of mm. Predator, which has all the ones we've discussed plus Predator Two. Mm. But I'm going to cool. uh, track down this bad blood because Ray keeps talking about it, and I'm, I know <laughs> I, I, I need it in my life, man. You know, it is. It's a, uh, bad blood is a really interesting comic. Um, okay. Because it's quite, it gets quite yeah. dark. It's it's really yeah, it's good. weird. Um, but good. yeah, no, that, that essential one is is good. It's got some good collection in it. And yeah, I reckon uh, it's a wicked collection to have on the shelf. And I'll definitely, if they put a second one out, I'll I'll support it as well. I mean, I think mm-hmm. they put out Predator the Essential Comics, and they also put out Aliens Essential Comics. They did. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So I'm hoping at some point they'll do that with the Terminator one because there's a there's a Terminator collection yes. as well, which is that'll be good. It's, um, Basically, much like Dark Faces, it completely ignores um, 
Well, the comics actually completely ignore pretty much everything other than the first film. Um, sure. And, and go okay. off and do their own thing, and they're, they're quite good. Um, and they they they've got their own continuity and all that kind of thing as well. So, cool. Uh, yeah, that's why I like these comics. Like these franchises get comics that you know you can, they can go off and just yeah. explore different things and and try different ideas. I think um, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I I think the comics yeah. are, are pretty. De- it's it's awesome that these comics exist because, let's face it, otherwise you get the movies and the movies are not exactly that frequent exactly. for Predator. Like you mm-hmm. know, like long spans yeah. of time without films. And it's such a cool character that I reckon any decent screenwriter or comic book writer can come up with a cool story. I know a friend of the show, Chuck Dixon, uh, did one Batman vs. Predator, and it's one of his favourite favorite, favorite um, mm. you know, characters. Because uh, we, yeah. we, we did Batman vs. Predator on the show, mm. uh, on Signal of Doom. Ah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a yeah. lot of fun, to be honest. Um, oh, yeah, that's it, was, it was a good we'll one. We'll talk about it then, because quickly, because that that's the book I talked about. That, that Batman vs. Predator ah. is one of my all-time favourite comics, because it's... It, it's it's one of those comics that you could only do. It's one of those stories you could only do in comics. Like it's a crossover yeah. mm. and it's a balls to the wall, um, yeah. like brilliant, uh, well told story. And uh, yeah. it's really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and like I say, you know, you, you know, it's out completely out of continuity. It doesn't matter. Um, who cares but, though? You know exactly. Like, like I say, but nah, it's, you, it's a, you just take it as a a good self contained story. And that's it, yeah, yeah. Predator. You can put Predator yeah. anywhere. And he starts causing trouble. That's the yeah. whole thing with Predator. Like he's just a troublemaker. <laughs> yeah. Like you just put him in the middle of a war, and straight away he's gonna like, he's just gonna love it. You know. That's exactly. one thing I do like about the Predators. They're, they're not pussies. They just they, they're just hard charges. They just love causing <laughs> like in their own way. They they love causing mischief. Like in Batman versus Predator, yeah. that Predator is just causing so much trouble in Gotham mm. City. Yeah. Really, mm. just for his own personal enjoyment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get into it because there are some great, uh, like you say, there's a, a, a predators inserted into the other other franchises and stuff. Gets really interesting. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we'll, we'll have a look mm-hmm. at those. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll wrap up really. So really, sort of looking back at those three those three films: the Predator, Predator Two, uh, and mm-hmm. Alien versus Predator uh, from two thousand four. So it's a solid start. Like you know, uh, well, you know, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's a big bang of a start with sort of like uh, yeah. Predator absolutely um, the big bang yeah. and uh, hopefully we'll see what we think about some of the other films in the series and if they uh, if they get to anywhere close to that level again but uh, yeah I, think that, I that, hope so that, I hope so that, that teeth drying sort of says a few things but we'll start next week next yeah. or next time next episode we will start with Alien vs Predator Requiem we'll go on to mm-hmm. uh, The Predators and then we'll go on to the Predator, which is the, obviously the last, cool. the last film I've made. So the latest one, yeah. yeah. So Ray, any final thoughts on these films and the comics before we sort of sign out this one? Um, just no, just uh, I think again, just the remarkable bit of how everything came together for Predator One, um, Predator Two. Uh, it just it just like a good wine, just kind of gets better uh, as you watch it. <laughs> Uh, with age and AVP looks strong concept as you mentioned uh, but it just it just lacks that uh, that X factor which Arnie kind of gives it which um, which which Danny Glover gives Predator 2 and actually the whole ensemble cast um, the ensemble cast in AVP just doesn't really do it uh, with the comics uh, I, I think a strong um, out of the gates there with, with Concrete Jungle that was a very strong series uh, fell really flat for me in Cold War uh, and no spoilers day for Dark River but that picks <laughs> it up again the art's, the art's great in it and the Predator yeah. is great in mm. in Dark River um, so 
that's uh, yeah, really, really exciting. Very different story, um, but it's interesting to see Schaefer's. I like the tie-in, the tenu- like the the really distant tie-in with uh, the movies and the comics. Mm. Well, yeah. like I say Dark River ends on a really nice note for the films. Mm. Uh, okay, I've got to read it. I'll, I'll, I'll read it this week. Yeah. I'll, I'll have have read it by the time we do next the next episode for sure. Oh yeah, Brilliant. yeah, you'll enjoy it, Dave. Yeah. So Dave, now, just for me, um, just just yeah. wrapping up. Um, Look, I still think of myself like that 10, 11 year old who saw Predator for the first time, and I and Predator One will always be in my memory as one of the top movies of the eighties. Uh, one of my favorite mm-hmm. action movies. Everything about it works. Predator Two, yeah, it's definitely got its flaws and its constraints, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and mm-hmm. it's one of those movies. If I'm not one of those people who believes in guilty pleasures, but it's a guilty pleasure movie. I think it's <laughs> yeah. it it's it's got a lot of fun in it. Um, the world runs a bit dry in Aliens versus Predator, despite there being some promise. Uh, and the comics are just good fun. They're supplemental material. But if you're a big Predator fan, um, yeah, they're certainly very readable. Um, yeah, and I mean, they're they're a fun experience. But no, I, I would encourage anyone who likes action movies to go and check out Predator 1 and 2. And the Predator mm. is... I mean, I, I said to my girlfriend, she's scared of Predator. I said... I'd like to have a life-size predator standing above the bed. I would, I would, I would sleep. I would sleep safe at night knowing that big, that big bad guy was there. Um, I think she'd be she'd be dead of fright. Yeah, well. she she couldn't handle it. Yeah. But no, yeah. Predator is one of the all-time great characters, um, and I, and I think a lot of writers, like I'm a writer, he's he's someone if you get your hands on that property, there's so much fun to be had because mm. really, it, in essence, it's such a basic concept. He hunts. And that's what he lives to do. Like predators, mm. that's really their basic reason for even bothering to exist. It seems to me. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree. Excellent. Thank you very much, guys. So before we start, that like one last thing: where can we find you? And uh, you know, a, a quick pop for both of your podcasts. So, uh, Ray, where can they find you? And where can they find your podcasts? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, they can find me on Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast, uh, Twitter handle at ITK Moon Knight, or uh, I'm also on LS, uh, sorry, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. That's uh, Twitter handle at LSK podcast. Uh, yeah, and all, all good podcast catches. Um, just, just look for either Into the Night with a K or Last Sons of Krypton, and uh, I should be there. Excellent. Dave? Uh, yeah, for me, um, look, Signal of Doom is the podcast. Um, obviously, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, type in Signal of Doom. There's a Facebook page. Uh, there's a Twitter handle, Signal of Doom. Um, and we're on you know, iTunes, all, all podcast apps, Android, etc., Stitcher. Um, yeah, you can find us there. Just type in Signal of Doom. It'll come up. Me and Stu do the show together. Um, and, yeah, we, we, we record weekly, and you can find us there. But, yeah, I'd always say to people, follow us on the Facebook page because that's where I post a lot of stuff up. But I will post this episode when it gets released up there as well. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, me too. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, on that note, thank, you, thank, thank you so thank much you for having, having us. us. No, thank yeah. you for joining. It's been fantastic. And uh, I say we'll be on to the others in part two. Onward bound. <laughs>
Okay, guys, well, there you have it. A fantastic part one to our Predator retrospective. Predator, Predator 2, and Alien vs. Predator. Now, in next time's episode, we are going to be doing Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Uh, Predators and The Predator. And we're also going to probably get into a couple of AVP comics, uh, but also Predator Versus. So all those comics that are out there of the Predator versus somebody else. We touched on Batman versus Predator. We're going to touch on some others as well. So have a think about which ones you think we should be talking about. So if you want to reach out and you want to tell us what you think of the Predator franchise or any of the Predator films, please do. You can find us on social media, on uh, Twitter, and Facebook, and Instagram, and Tumblr, uh, all under 20th Century Geek. Reach out and say hello. If you want to email us, it's 20thcenturygeek at gmail.com. That's 20thcenturygeek at gmail.com. If you're a big fan of the show, and who I? Why wouldn't you be? We're awesome. If you're a big fan of the show, one of the best things you can do is go on your podcast catcher, wherever you're listening to us, and leave a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. Get us up in the rankings. Let's more people hear what we're doing. If you want to do more to support us, if you want to really help us, we have got a Patreon account. We're going to do on there. We've got all kinds of things going on. Every month, I look at a film that probably has a bit of a poor reputation and ask the question, is it really that bad? And then in addition to that, on the next tear up, I sit down with my non-nerdy wife and I make her sit through something nerdy. We've covered Batman 66. We've covered uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're going to be getting all kinds of stuff in there. Let's see what if we can find something that brings her into a bit of nerddom. Uh, and finally, then we have also got an Amazon wish list. Just find 20th Century Geek on Amazon wish list. Some books and stuff on there. Would really help with research in the future. And we love uh, second-hand books in 20th Century Towers. So... I hope you've enjoyed this part of the retrospective, and we're going to be blasting off with the next part very soon. So, see you soon.